Rukma Boim, everybody, fellow Shluchim, to this Siddish of Abrenganish. No, I don't think we're mute. Okay. So, first of all, Lachaim Lavracha. To begin with, welcome, fellow Shluchim, and um, thank all those involved in making this wonderful event and the project that this is launching a possibility. The, uh, the Mashiach office, Merkis, Rebekatarski, the Vad, all the various different that were instrumental in making this happen. So as you saw, the idea of this event is, of course, we're not going to be learning the Sicha of Kinnas HaShluchim and Beis, but the idea is that we get inspired to learn it. Leisata, this is the last Sicha that told us as Shluchim. So obviously this shapes the way our Shluchis is till this very day. So the way to, or at least one, the way in which we're going to inspire each other and ourselves to delve deeper and to rethink about the Sikha and reapply it to our lives is to hear from those who themselves have learned it and have applied it in their own personal lives and own personal shlichas. And the idea is a very clever idea to have one shliach of every year since that, shlich, since that sikha, which is 30 years, non based to pay base, one shliach that went out every year since that sikha to share for three minutes to tell us how that uh, that sicha impacted themselves and their shlichas. So, Yon Lechayim, Bruchim Abayim, everyone. This is a tremendous opportunity to bring before the kinnis and uh, to have the achana that the kinnis should be even more meaningful and focused. I was thinking about the title, Vision Conscious. So I was reminded of a letter that I wrote to the Siastas of Tzach in Montreal, in Tashant Tazvav, the Rebbe writes that he's, writing, he's calling it Tzidim Agudus Chassidim Chabad. And the Rebbe says, because Tzidim have the connotation of doing things be merits. And then the Rebbe writes as follows, we'll move on. It's not just talking about youth in, on the passport. Ella, rather, it's going down all those are inspired with a living feeling. And the Rebbe qualifies what is considered a living feeling. So Rebbe says that Ragesh leave er, awakened spirit and awakened heart. His heart is open for the Eibishter, for mitzvahs, and for the Geula. And that is really the teichem of the Sikha of Tashanim Beis, where the Rebbe is telling us to be vision conscious, the Kabbalah's Pnei Mashiach Tzadkenu, our heart should be open for the Geula. And I just want to add that on, in the order on this letter, the Rebbe's Mitzayin Tayakut Shemaini Yeshira Shirim, which is actually on the Pasuk of Pasuk Ligani. And over there, the Yalkut Shemaini says that even when a Yid is in Galus, even Ani Yeshena, but Libyer, even though I'm in Galus, I fight. I fight the Galus mentality. I don't have a base of Mikdash, I don't have the Kabanis, and, and uh, I, I cannot do the mitzvahs at Louis Baaretz. Still, my heart is awake, Takash Baruchu, the mitzvah And since the Rebbe qualifies this as not having to do with the age, not having to do with the passport years, 
Right? This is the quality that's needed to join. And what the Rebbe is calling Chabad. So certainly we're going to focus today on Libay Er Legeula, that to prepare ourselves, as the Rebbe says, and the world around us to the Gula. The Chaim, the Eishish, I hope that this Fabrengen, the Fabrengen should affect all of us to be inspired, to take this Sikha as and be conscious about it, to vision conscious and live it conscious with this union of the Kabbalah's Premashiach Sitkeno. Chaim. Chaim, Chaim. With that, introduced our uh, first Fabrenger, Rabbi Shlomo Yafi, Chabad of Watertown. Please. Uh, I, I understand that we, I understood only when he came on, was supposed to make a real L'chaim. So we keep a, an emergency stash here. L'chaim l'vracha. L'chaim So as a matter of fact, so first of all, just for the record, my official Mokka Mashlichas, not official, I, we, we do stuff there, is in New York, actually. I'm the dean of the Institute of American Tomatic Lots, Rabbi Metzger, Chabad of Midtown, just because there was some, uh, uh, I got a lot of questions. Uh, my Mokka is New York. I happen to live in Longmeadow. Anyway, but... My, my apologies. No, no apologies. I'm I already sent a paper. note. This, this is a long story. <laughs> this is a long story. But the point is, is that I have been zoicha to be a shliach since Tavshinun days. Indeed, that is the year that I went out on shlichus. And my very first kinos was Tavshinun days. And I remember after this Fabrengen, uh, we were baking our heads and agonizing and sitting, you know, literally, you know, till the next morning trying to figure out exactly... Um, what the Rebbe wanted from us, and it's this paragraph, probably the most quoted paragraph in in discussions between Shluchim. Dosayis, and as you said, we're not learning, and I'm just going to read you five lines. Dosayis, ala protim in davedis hashlichus from afatzas ater beyades afatzas amiyanas chutzah darfin zayin durchkenum emitter nekuda vidos fertu kabbalas pnei mashiach tzikeno. So in other words, you got to do all the things that we do. And of course, there's been a huge expansion in the things that we do, Baruch Hashem, uh, it, over these last uh, many years, but, uh, but uh, these last uh, 30 years. But as far as the impact on my shlichus, this actually answers a question. In other words, when you go to a yid, ultimately shlichus is the shlichus of getting a yid to do another mitzvah, to engage in, a, in, mayonis, in the mayonis and so on. Ultimately, the question is, why am I doing this? So because you have to, because it's good for you, because, uh, because it's your shlichus, because it's your Jew. It's all good answers. But what the Rebbe placed upon us and the tremendous tool and gift he gave us was the understanding that if you put on tefillin, or you learn a Maimur Hasidus, or you, you know, or you make a Hasidish a home, whatever level it is we're dealing with that person, you are a necessary critical part of bringing the world to perfection, of solving all the things that ever bothered you. And, and, the, and, and in every time you learn Hasidus with someone, every time you learn Nigla with someone, you know, you're learning Masech to Shabbos, you start talking about the base of Migdash, but not just the base of Migdash, but this perfected world that encompasses everyone, all Yidin, all B'nai Noyach, that, you know, that removes all the issues uh, that we have. In other words, your tefillin, your line of Tanya, 
is part a necessary part because as the Rebbe always explained, it's a critical mass, right? Kolom Kulishakal is a real thing. So therefore, we've been given the tool to tell people that what we're asking of you is a necessary part and the ultimate part because without that little part, the scale doesn't weigh over of perfecting the whole world, of bringing the world to the way Hashem wanted it to be, to bringing the world to a place where everything is understood because Hashem reveals himself to us. And people want that and they're yearning for that because Hashem built us to be that way. And it is, and it is this idea that this ability and more the shlichas, the gushpanka, to go ahead and tell people that what we and our shlichas are asking you to do is the actual thing that perfects the world. And it's not a dream and it's not utopia. It is the ultimate emiss of the way things should be. And you are part of it. And being able to say that to people for the last 30 years, I, 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 I feel and I think I know has enhanced the shlichas greatly. We're obviously not there yet. But just this sense that you can go to a yid and say, you know, uh, there's no formal system, but the Rebbe certainly wanted us to engage the Sheva Mitzvah. You go to any person and say, you are part of perfecting the world. And it's, you know, and it's, it's not, it's not a, it's not an impossible dream. It's the reality. It's the way things should be. And, <clears throat> and you make a difference, not just to yourself, but to, but to every single yid and every single person in the universe. And uh, uh, this is a tremendously powerful thing. And more than that, I can tell you over 30 years of my primary work has been in, in, in Hafatza Satera, in Hafatza Satera, I can tell you that people really respond to this. And you all know that. Everyone here knows that. So that's, that's what I took from it that first year. And that's what uh, I think uh, we've all carried with us uh, since then, whether you found the Sikha because you were not even born then, or you were actually there and broke your head all Mitzvah Shabbos trying to figure it out. L'chaim, l'chaim. L'chaim, It's not just, um, like you said, not just the what we do, not just all the things we're doing, but uh, really giving us the tools to articulate why we're here and give everybody a picture, a feeling that they're part of something much bigger. In some sense, that's what the kinos is for, and then it trickles down to our, to, to our balabatim. When we go to the kinos and we come back, you know, you're not just doing your own shlichus and doing your small thing, but you see it. You're part of a global vision to perfect the entire world, and that your, your little corner is nagea to the whole picture of the whole world. And then it trickles down to the people we engage with that they also feel like that their mitzvah is not just another mitzvah they're doing to be nice to the rabbi, but it's part of a much broader vision that connects the entire world to the Abish there in this perfect uh, this perfected world. And I'm sorry, just what, because you raised one of very, one tiny nakuda that people yeah. sometimes say, the world has so many issues. Why aren't you worrying about the world? I say the only way to fix the world exactly. is to bring Mashiach. Exactly. Uh, with that, Rabbi Eli Roosevelt, Chabad of Eastern Shores, Florida, please share. L'chaim, l'chaim. Um, Okay, how do you encapsulate 28 years in three minutes? Uh, I, I, I don't have an answer. And also, um, I was given homework for the first time in about 40 years to, uh, learn, to learn a sicha. 
And whenever you have to learn something under pressure, it, it's a little, uh, it makes it more difficult. However, um, I I did learn the Seicha, or I looked through the Seicha, so I'm going to share a word from the Seicha and connected for two seconds with the parsha. I prepared for three minutes. Uh, Rabbi Yaffe, he stole whatever, Baruch Hashem. So here we go. There's a, one Nukudah there where the Rebbe says that when Avram sent Eliezer, he gave him Kol HaSher He gave him everything. And why does he have to give him everything? Rivka is not going to be happy with a, with a billion dollars. He needs three billion dollars, whatever. Like what WhatsApp is, he gave him everything. Because this wasn't an individual wedding. This wasn't an individual um, event. This was epic, historical. This was forever. This was connecting Yechida of this with Yechida of that. This was connecting the Yidin with the Ebishter Elikus, with the Velt forever and ever. And when you're on such a mission, when you're bringing the Rebbe to the world, it's not, you don't give half, you don't give three quarters, you don't give 99.9, you give 100%, you give everything. And let me tell you, in 28 years, ups and downs, roller coaster rides, and we all know the roller coaster rides, the Gashmis, the Ruchnis, the problems, we all know, but even before two years ago, for three decades, the problems. Every single day, if you tune in, you plug yourself in, you'll see that Rebbe gives kol asher loy. Everything. Whatever you're doing. You're eating, you're doing mifzayim, you're learning, you're with a balabas, you're this, whatever. The Rebbe kol asher loy, the Rebbe is not skimping on an ounce, on garnish. Every single thing, every day, every prat, the Rebbe, every single one of us. We're all the Rebbe's kids, and every parent gives their children what they, 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 it's, it's, it's infinite. The Rebbe gives every one of us infinite. And the more you're a shliach, the longer you're a shliach, the more you see it, it sinks in, it's, it, it gets deeper and deeper. And, the, and, and, and so to take that, to segue in, in the Parsha, I, if I'm less than three minutes, the next guy, it's all yours. In the Parsha, um, we know the famous story, Avram, Asara, they, they go to, to Chisrael and immediately there's a hunger over there. Somebody must have emptied out the restaurants. So they're running, they run to, they run to Mitzrayim. On the way to Mitzrayim, Sarah, Avram uh, says, Hinina yadaiti. now I know you're beautiful. So we know the, the Niglach said this, all the Mepharshim, everybody's struggling with this. Vosepis Avram, he didn't see Sarah before they got married. All the stories, beautiful stuff. But why does the Torah have to say it b'chlal? Why can't the Torah just start off by saying Sarah, Sarah could, she's a woman, she'll be kidnapped. Why does he have to go into a whole thing? So the answer is, in Eretz Yisrael, you're not beautiful. In Mitzrayim, you're beautiful. In Brooklyn, you have Mermelsteins, you're not beautiful. You go out, you go do the Aved of the Rebbe in Elam Haza, Gashmi, Bachumri, crap, then you're beautiful. You want to become a beautiful person? Go into the playground. You have to go into the sandbox. You have to go do the Aved of the Rebbe. So the Rebbe gives us Kola Sherloi. So when you go out there, he may know that you're a beautiful person. L'chaim, l'chaim. L'chaim. The beauty we see coming from, your, from the way you're speaking is reflected in the fact that Khan Heights to you is Mermelstein's. It's a Gavaldi kidding in and of itself. So L'chaim, l'chaim. Yes. Chayim, chayim. 
Thank you, Ali, for your beautiful words. And um, when you, when I was asked about the sikh and the impact that it had on me, I thought a lot about it because I, obviously it's 30 years and the first time that we got the sikh, I was a bakr learning in yeshiva. And uh, I actually ended up as a bakr opening up Kabbalah Malibu, which I believe was the first Moses after Gimel Tamas. And when that happened, it was because of a moment of, uh, of, of inspiration that it wasn't something that I thought about doing before I got married, but that's a longer story. So for me, it was a process of getting present to what it means to be a shliach because I wasn't really in the presence of mind of all of the usual hachanas that a person makes to, do it, to become a shliach. But instead, it was because of my, my realization, our realization, that the Rebbe just put us in a new state and got to do something big and go out of ourselves. So that's what happened. So for me, it was a process of what it means to be a shliach then, even though the reason why I struggled to be a shliach of because I grew up with my father and my mother who were all in and I wasn't sure I was really ready for that type of thing. I, I was ready to be all in in the way that it worked for me, but to be a shriak means the way it works for the Rebbe. I remember a story with uh, the guy named Ron Cohn, all of Hashem, the first time Yossi Jacobson came to the Chabad with me 20 something years ago. And it was just then we were learning the Sikh, as I shared with the people in our community, what is they should understand the nature of a shriak and that we're all shriak, like the Rebbe says in that Sikh. And I recall we had a beautiful evening. I maybe drank a little bit too much that night, so I wasn't there at the end. And the next morning at six o'clock in the morning, I see Yasin Jacobson walking around completely to doodle around the counter. I said, what's going on? He said, and I never heard such a question before. I said, what question? He said, what do you say? What do you hear? He said, the guy said to me, wrong cone. I showed him, he said, Yasin, you speak very beautiful, but I don't hear the Rebbe, I just hear you. And he spoke about that story for a long time, but it also was a big inspiration to me because it was a realization that as shluchim, that's what we're called upon to do. And it took me a, 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 a while to get present that the Rebbe wants each one of us to be present to who exactly we are. When I think about that particular sikha, think about who Eliezer is, the, terror, the same terror that tells us he's the ultimate shliach. He's also the person that Avram said, So imagine if someone like Eliezer, who's order to be everything that the Rebbe speaks on that sikha, that any one of us could be in. And therefore, we have to go to the and just to conclude. You know, Ma'amban has to be something that the Rebbe, exactly the way the Rebbe said it there, and has to be something that translates in our relationships in our own families, because it could be all chassidosh yidin, but if we have problems in our own families, and we don't work on them to make shalom, then we're missing the Ma'amban connection. If we have trouble with other shluchim, then we have to make peace with them, and when we're not doing something about it every moment until it's completed, we're missing the Ma'amban connection, because that's what the Rebbe asked of us, and even though it's impossible for human beings like us to be able to get to such a space, of the bitl the Rebbe talks about, but the Rebbe there tells us we're not going with our own koyach. And when we don't go with our own koyach, the Rebbe pulls it off like Ellie just told us in ways that are mamish ploys, we should be heishnaz ploys ba, and we should talk about to be the ultimate messengers. We should be finished with talking about the sikha and experience the yichud the Rebbe is talking about there with his galas of Melech HaMashiach, the shivah kaniyam like the Rebbe speaks about on the sikha, it should be mamish now, and we should be gathered together in Shalim without social distancing, and you don't have to be vaccinated, that we should be with Mashiach, so can fail Mamash now. L'chaim 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 Three minutes, but it's, uh, we can fabric about this for hours. Yeah, he said this, he said that, uh, when Debra says that, um, Eliezer is utter, and he's the same one as a shliach, when Debra talk going back and forth between, between, um, being a shliach versus being a shatrim, <laughs> So one of the qualifiers there, when Debra talks about what you mentioned, uh, 
Rabbi Rosenfeld mentioned earlier, where the Rebbe talks about uh, that Avram gives kolash aloi. So there the Rebbe qualifies that part of being a shliach is having the independence and that you're capable of messing up. If he's not capable of messing up, then he's not really a shliach because he's just a, like a, an agent who does what he has to and has his own private life. But if you're all in, then shayach, that's not going to be perfect. But still, nasim kolash aloi, who when I send us? So... It's and that reason that was the bush of the whole base was that he was he was he was doing the mashka they terrorist rabbi of Rabbah. That's right. So he's Eliezer, he's out to order, but he was able to, to yeah. be a shliach because with, with all the mindless, with all the mindless, yeah. With all the mindless, can knock out Zion and you still plow forward, still move forward. I feel this Fabrega can go on for hours, but I know we're Mugbul. So we're going to continue now to the next year. Tavshinun Hei, Abe Chayamar, Chabad of Golden Beach, Florida, to please continue the Fabrega. Nechaim, Nechaim. Nechaim, it's interesting what you just said about him giving everything and um, the, the Rebbe giving everything. It's like the Bizbuz Aitzres. What greater bizbuz the Rebbe gives us all this Torah, all this thing, and he trusts, he entrusts us to be able to, uh, to be mashpia. Something that had a tremendous, tremendous impact on me was one day I was giving a lecture in Montreal in a Sephardic shul, Petach Tigva, and the rabbi comes over to me and says, do you remember me? I says, I'm sorry, I don't uh, recall I ever met you before. He says, my name is so-and-so. And I was once in Pizza Pita, it's a pizza place in Montreal, and you saw your best friend, I was sitting with your best friend. And it was right after that sikha of Nun Beis. And you came to me and you told me with all sincerity, no, the Rebbe said, Mashiach is here, Mashiach is coming. What, how are you getting ready? What are you doing? He says to me that he wasn't from at the time, says that arrow went right to his heart and he asked himself if Mashiach comes today where do I want to be what do I want to be doing with my life and he says and I became a rabbi eventually he left that shul but who cares they might say that tell day me find out who he is what we're, we're both in Montreal so you can tell us okay so you're all from uh Lansman. so they might say what I learned the lesson that I learned is that when when I was a Bacher, anyways, I mean, we didn't need an alarm clock to get up and to learn in Yonegula Mashiach, to live with Mashiach. And when you sincerely live with it and do and push it, you're, you're inside the Indian and you're learning it because without the learning, forget it. The Rebbe's Oitzras that the Rebbe gave us and what's called Yechida Shebatera is the Ochteroso Shel Mashiach, is Chsidis, when we learn Be'iyun. The, the Rebbe's in Yonim, that Bizbuz Aitzre, suddenly we realize, you have a Chavrusa, and afterwards you go in the street and you speak to somebody. That Inyan of Mashiach is alive. It's alive because then you see it in everything. But Stam, as may, you know, we just think Mashiach, yeah, when Mashiach will come and we have to prepare for Mashiach. They say that as me let me finish them. If you don't live with it and you don't have a chayas in it, right, it, it doesn't affect people. I know by us, for example, Sudas Mashiach is, is a big, we have hundreds of people, Baruch Hashem, that come and the effect is lasting, an everlasting effect for the whole year. 
And for me, it's a big highlight because I have to prepare myself for what I'm about to say. So I think there's two things, two nekudas, and I'll finish with this, is that if we're sincere, and if we're learning, and if we're with the, 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 the cup, where we where our head is, the Mitle Rebbe writes in Derech Haim, that uh, it says over there, he asks, why is it that it says, uh, it says, because the, per, the eyes perceive only what we desire in our heart. So if we're going to make a kvius itim, and even if it's five minutes, but it's five minutes of quality, of iyun, of, of MS, and afterwards we, we make it a point to give it over to another yid and to, and, and to kochzich, it pushed the Torah Sosha Mashiach brings life. And like the Rebbe says in the Sikha, Sameach with Esach Koychus Hanefesh, that's Mashiach. Automatically you have Simcha because when we're in the situation we're in, the only thing we can hope for and the only thing we can live with is, is, uh, is the Rosh Hashanah Mashiach. So the Yibbish does a half and that Taka Ishas Reu, maybe that from this for, for, from this for bringing. Shluchim will make chavrusas together, even if it's once a week, twice a week, how much more so, every day, uh, a few minutes, and and kochzich, and ishas reu ya'azoru, and that will be mekayem, one of the things the Rebbe says in Tov Shalom Ches, in Vikibala Yehudim, that the union of Ve'ikro Elecha is not only Ve'ikro Elecha to Oren Sof, Ve'ikro Elecha to Meshe Rabbeinu, but Ve'ikro Elecha Ve'ata Tetzaved Ne'Israel is not only, the, I'm sorry, the Chibur between uh, the Etzem and Neshama with the Neshama, the, the, but Ve'ata Tetzaved Ne'Israel, or the Rebbe says over there, Be'inam Le'vein Atzmam. Like what the Rebbe Levi was saying, that when there's Achdus between Yidden, ah, that's the Ve'ikro Elecha. Then you can bring the Ve'ikro Elecha. And what greater Achdus as Shluchim will learn together, there's, I don't think there's a greater nachas that we could bring to the Rebbe and to, 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 to bring about this galus, Bepel Mamish, Mechaim. Thank you for the schools of being here. There's no question that the teichen of this Fabrengen, but the Nakuda is to take the Sikha personal. You mentioned Purim, the Rebbe's Medaik. Sai Mordechai and Lahavdal Haman took their mission very, very personal. It's called Shakarahu. And like this Sikha is something that we have to take personally. The Rebbe says that a Shliach itself has to be and he has everything that the, that the Meshaleach has invested his into him. And so the Shliach has to do that as well. You all, all these Nakudas you have to take personal and then of course, the sikha is a lebedek sikha. We'll continue now the fabrengen. Moving on to, and we're going to skip a few years. We're going to go now to Ayin Vav, Rabbi Shmuel Naparstek, who's Chabad of Jacksonville, Jackson, New Jersey. Hi, Machayim. Hi, brother. I'm sorry that I'm here out of order. It's just the, the first day of Hebrew school for us today, and uh, we start at 4.30, so I asked them to put me a little earlier. Rabbi in your Hebrew school. Um, the Nakoda that, that we've been, I've been hearing is what the Rebbe says, is kulay. If we want to be mechen is kulay, we have to be mechanis atzmei. We have to be. We have to internalize it ourselves. It has to be real for ourselves. 
and then we could go out and uh, and be making uh, people around us. So I just want to share two two instances, two nikudas, two times over the last few years that I that I, I personally felt a connection to Mashiach, and and I've shared it with others. And but because it happens to me personally, I feel that I'm able to to relate and to to speak about it. So it was a, a few years ago. Um, it was Eis Hanukkah, the last day of Hanukkah. It was after a full week of Hanukkah polis. And uh, our Makam HaShlichas is, is uh, some of the Nira to, uh, to Lakewood. So we have the benefits of having uh, kosher pizza shops nearby. So I was with my family in a pizza shop in Lakewood. And all of a sudden, the whole pizza shop, I don't know, there were maybe 10, 15 families there. Everyone's excited. And I hear people talking. Rabashkin was freed. Rabashkin was freed. And it literally went from table to table, from person to person, and went outside. And everyone's talking about the same thing. And then I start getting text messages. What time is the Fabregan in your house? We're coming over. And that whole night, people were just coming. They, 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 they had no idea. They wanted to go somewhere, and they just came knocking on the door. The, the, the thought that I had then was, this is exactly what it's going to feel like when Mashiach is going to come. It's going to be the talk of, of town. Not that you don't have to convince anybody. It's possibly going to be organically. It's going to happen. Everyone's going to be talking about it. And they're going to come knocking on our doors, on the doors of the, of the Vati Chabad. No, no, for rain with us. Tell us, what, what is this all about? What's going on? Uh, the second thing was other last year, other Tav uh, a few a few days after Purim, when the whole world changed literally within within days. And the, the, the thing that really came to me was, we speak about Mashiach, and it's, it's, it seems to be so difficult to imagine a, a world which has changed in an instant. But here we all experienced it. Literally, within, within a few hours, you have rumors coming, and all of a sudden, boom, shut down, everyone's locked in, and that's it. So, it's when it comes to, to the Mashiach coming, we don't have to think that, you know, to be caught by surprise, it's something that could happen. Literally within 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 moments, and I, I shared this Nikoda to many, especially in those first days when people were 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 very confused and and didn't know what to think and what to do. I I, I the people that are that are, that are, are close um, Karavin, the thing that really that really touched them was this is what it's going to feel like a change in a moment of, of Mashiach coming. So l'chaim l'chaim should all internalize the yonim and we make make We should see this galus take it from here l'chaim. You mentioned you mentioned and then a person has to prepare himself and then through that the rest of the world. The the bulk of the sicha, the bulk of the sicha actually doesn't address talking to anybody or sharing anything. Most of the sicha is about the shliach becoming a shliach. And by the shliach being a shliach, does Gufas Kabbalah Pnei Mashiach Because he's in a matziv where he is a Mashiach, like a matzah, because he sees his independence, and at the same time he has his bittel, as there was Masbid Baruchus, very beautifully, but it, but this notion that, almost in some sense, the ultimate shlichus is to become a shliach. And then, if you're a taka shliach, then you'll do all the polis, and everything's going to be the way it's supposed to be, you'll be able to communicate it the way you're supposed to, and so on. But the hachinus atma is, that's in some ways, the whole kavana of this, of this, of this, uh, the sicha, and then by extension, this fabrengen. Yeah. And then using your own keiches to do the independence that's bittal. And, and, and achieving that is the Mashiach taking a kudav with which he lives. It's a merdik, a merdik, a zachtis. 
You're right. Once, once, you have, once you're in that place, then automatically it's what you talk about. That's the way you talk. You communicate it. Okay, if I bring continues, Shliach went out in Tavshin Nun Zion. I read Dov Yonakorn, Shliach at Bowery, serving at New York University. So say Lachaim and share with us. Fabreng with us. Lachaim Lurracha. Lachaim Lachaim. We can't see what's in your cup. We're going to assume it's Lachaim. Lachaim Lachaim. Nothing's done in uh, New York University, but we assume we're saying Lachaim here. Lachaim Lachaim. Um. First of all, thank you everybody for making this happen. It's mamish geschmack, absolutely geschmack. Number one. Number two is uh, this Nakuda that people have been mentioning a few times the fact that they have asked, why is so much of the story about Eliezer? Because you have to have a shliach has this unique dynamic where these two opposites, right? Like you just said, ish uh, nifrad and also bottle, independent of bottle. But what's really powerful about that is it's not that we're shluchim. Despite our imperfections, we're shluchim because of our imperfections. Our, our, our humanity is what enables us to be shluchim. And so when you think, how, how is it going to be that? First of all, you think, how is it that I have such a shaykh to be the Rebbe's representative? And even on a broader scale, that we're going to actually be the ones to bring Mashiach after all the duras. And even my students that get excited about this, they ask me that question, who are we? And the answer is no, it's because we're so human, because we're so imperfect. That's why we've been selected. And Adraba, maybe we're the most human, most imperfect generation in many ways that's ever been. I always think about, oh my goodness, sometimes I think, poor Rebbe, he's have to put up with shulchan like us. I mean, I love us. I'm just saying, you know, we're complex. But, but it's actually, it's, it's in our imperfection that makes us, makes, makes us the perfect candidates to bring the Google. That's number one. Number two is that when the Rebbe says these words, that all that, that the focus is entirely of the shlichas is just It's confusing. The truth is, it's confusing all of these sikhas. I've been learning this year, each week, Baruch Hashem, and you, you see Kayach Nisan, and the Rebbe is saying, what are we going to do? What's the, what's, everybody has to figure out what more can be done. And then you see, last week, Parshas Noyach, you see the Rebbe says, it's all done. The body's healthy, and it's all up to Mashiach himself. And I think the one Nakuda I've been chopping a little bit this time through is that what the rep is saying, well, one piece of it, is that something's already here. We're not trying to force something to be here. There's something that's already here. That's why we say it's all up to Mashiach. It doesn't mean we don't have to do anything. It's up to us realizing that Mashiach is Mamish here, and the Vayu now is the Kabbalah. The Vayu now is the Revealer. The Vayu now is the Exclusive. And so the Ebishnish is left us to be able to, uh, to have the 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 ability to walk through normal steps of shlichus, but do them as if, which is real, that we are able to, to bring about an entirely different reality. That's, the, that's the, 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 if we can, if we can walk around, not just thinking about Mashiach, of course, realizing that there is a deeper reality that is available to us. And that right now the Ikra Veda is to, to, to reveal this reality in everything we do. Without question, we'll keep having more and more success. And please God, will be more Menuchadik and Mitbrach and Atzlach and Archav and all, by all and all the Amen. You mentioned that the uh, it's not just the end game of Shlichus, it's the being Mashiach, but the process with which we do it, hence being a Shliach is also a Mashiach, also a Mashiach the Yeah. So it's Mashiach encompasses every aspect. So in other words, it's to say that it's not that in order to bring the world ready to Mashiach, so the Rebbe sent Shluchim. No, in order to bring Mashiach, you need Shluchim. A Shliach is a Gilead Mashiach. 
take that other and make him uh, vision conscious. Yeah. That's it. I something else he said. You mentioned about uh, our, despite our imperfections and never trusting people like us. So this, when we were learning it, we, we, it's interesting that it's very similar to, in a lot of ways, similar to Kuntus and Yonashal Teresach Because that Kuntus never talks about how it's not about a specific thing. It's the Nekud, the Klolis, from which everything else stems. And the same thing with the Sikha. that was talking about the way you think, and that's the Nekud from which everything else stems. So in that Sikha, whenever it goes to Maidani in the various levels, so one of the levels of Maidani, I think it's in Drush, is that despite the debt I owe the Ebish there, the Ebish gives me another day, trusts me. And if that's the case, I'm dirtish from here that I should be forgiving and trusting of others. Yeah. Right? If Hashem trusts me, even though I've, I, I, I owe him, so people who could owe me could also be a little trusting and be a little vater. So when you're talking about connecting this to this early idea of shliach being a shliach and going back to what Rebbe Kunin talked about earlier, yeah. the, 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 if the Rebbe trusts me with all my imperfections, v'chuli, v'chuli, to be a shliach, then we can trust other shluchim and we can trust our friends, we can trust our balbatim even, or other, other, other anash. Rebbe, Rebbe trusted you, you can also trust others. And that's really that's really a Mashiach uh, Takenian. And if I might, this is even though we have imperfections, the people we wanted to trust also have imperfections. At least the Daiteno, you still have to find a way to. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I have to say, what, that's one of the beauties of us here living in Montreal. Is there is, I, I don't know, I, I can't, I don't know the statistics, but per capita, we're a very, very high rate of the amount of shluchim there are in terms of geography and number of Jews that we're that we're catering. Is Extremely high number. Baruch Hashem, we've continuous bringing together. We're learning together. We're sitting together, and uh, really, really, that that's the that's the that's the Mashiach that I, that I that I feel privileged to be a part of. And by a broader, in a broader sense, all shluchim all over the world. Which this, I guess, we can say we're kicking off the kinos, and that's really with the kinos. But I look forward to at the kinos. So continuing for bringing, we have Shliach went down Tavshin and Ches, Rabbi Simcha Backman, Chabad of Glendale, and the Foothill Communities, California. I'm reading a text, so if I get anything wrong, Rabbi, Rabbi Backman. So far, so good. So uh, when I first heard the Sikha, I heard it from the, from the, from the Rebbe, I was a bacher, a young bacher, almost 20 in Alatera, and I didn't truly appreciate what it is that I heard. Of course, you, under, you listened, you understood it was a groundbreaking Sikha, we all did. But it's one thing to hear something, and it's another thing to live it. And it's the difference between something theoretical and real. Now I've been on Shlichas for over two decades. Let me turn my phone off. For over two decades, and the sicha resonates now louder than ever. And in, in a certain sense, it's essential to every single day of my life on Shlichus. The Rebbe states in Ezayin, on the Metziah zol zayin bottle on farinzik mit dem So that, to me, is a very powerful line. And it means that we need to find a personal connection with the Rebbe, an enduring connection, one that's alive every single moment. But more important, is that we have to take that connection, we have to project it in our shlichus to our mishpoim as well, that they should become chassidim, they should be mekushet to the Rebbe. The Rebbe mentions, of course, many times from Yeshai, about them to look to the Every single personal connection that I make with, with every single individual, with every single yid, 
is one step closer to the gula. Additionally, maybe even more important, is that when you become farenzikt with the Rebbe, you recognize that everything that happens in shlichus, the good and uh, the better, is part of your shlichus. The Rebbe mentions in Eishu Dalit, the Rebbe says that every single person we meet, every single event, every occurrence, every detail, it's all, it's all part of your shlichus. So I want to share a short story that uh, drives this message home. I was... Uh, Fortunate to have a close relationship with Rabbi Yeshua uh, and Gordon, Oliver Shalom. He lives not far from me. He lives uh, eight miles from us. And I used to discuss with him issues on shlichus, specifically in the, my early years. And I one time had a very particularly difficult situation I was going through. So he said, come to my office, let's talk. I come to his office in Tarzana. It's a huge facility. And I sit down in his office, and it's an impressive office. It's got a lot of pictures, and he points at the picture with him and the 30 shluchim that work under him in the valley. He says, Simcha, what do you see in that picture? And before I can answer, he points at another picture of some of his big facilities he built. He says, Simcha, what do you see in that picture? Before I can answer, he points at another picture of some events with thousands of people, literally, and dignitaries. He says, what do you see in that picture? He doesn't wait for me to answer. He answers. He says... You may see Josh Gordon with 30 other shluchim. You may see a nice building, but that, that's not what you're seeing. What you're seeing here is the Ratzon of the Mishaleach. The Rebbe wanted every single shliach around me to be with me and me to be with them. The Rebbe wanted this building to happen. It happened. And every single Jew that we affected in the valley, it's because it's the Ratzon of Mishaleach. And now Rabbi Gordon tells me, he says, now let's talk about your problem. Let's, 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 this frames the discussion. Now let's discuss, let's discuss your, your issue. But recognize that whatever happens, it's part of your shlichus. This is, it, it, as, as Ms. Fadensik, if you're one with the Rebbe, then it, 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 this is part of it. In Eishud Ches, you mentioned this before, very quickly, I know I'm running out of time. The Rebbe mentions the, 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 the opposing elements of shlichus. On one, on one hand, you have to be bottled to the Mishalech. On the other hand, you have to be Mitzis Vikniasim. The Rebbe says, without being Mitzis Vikniasim, you're not accomplishing your shlichus. That is the key to accomplish your shlichus. You have to be. The reality is that, how about Talia? The Bittal, being Farensikt with the Mishalech, that enables all the big things to happen, including the biggest one of all, which is, of course, what. Uh, the whole matara of our shlichus is Vyasam Shaykh Sadkeno. Thank you for listening. It's been very, uh, this is a beautiful fabringen. And uh, it's an incredible thing to get us into the right mode for the upcoming Kinnusar Shlucham. And I hope to see you all in person. Shukaya for that. Again, there's so much in every. In this three minutes, it's really more than Masikas and Maruba. There's so much to bring about. As Surah just mentioned, I realize the Rebbe in every, every detail of Ashlichas, the good and the better. And that's a part of being Ashliach, is in every detail um, being that representative of the Mashalayach, not just as the Rebbe calls a Shatchen, some facilitating the Rebbe's work. Actually, a representative of the Rebbe, which is a tremendous chus and achrayis, but also gives us the comfort that we're not, uh, as he said, we're not alone. This is all the rotsin of the Meshalayach. We continue the Fabrengen to 
Tavshin Samach, Ramzaman Lipsker, Chabad of Emory, Los Angeles. Emory. What? Emory. Not Los Angeles. I don't know. In some of the. Not one I know. It's a G A. G A, not L A. Not one I know. I'm not taking over anybody's shlichas. Don't worry. I'm not moving to L A. Anyways, have your hands. Have your hands. University in Atlanta, Georgia. The L and the G look very alike. L'chaim. So I just want to share, you know, say the, the question was, how does this sicha impact? Impact our, impact our shlichas? So I don't know how many years ago, like like many of you, um, I mean, in the sicha Tashan and Beis, it was already, bar, you know, it was bar mitzvah, 14, you know, 14. So at the time, you know, I was one of the those who grew up in Kanaites and didn't appreciate at the time what I was getting. So during Fabrengans, I was playing Kogelach in the back. So I have to go back and unpack all of that, you know, all of the messages that I absorbed in my in my body. I have to, you know, get to my brain now and my heart. But um, for eight to ten years ago, I, I don't know exactly when it was, but it occurred to me once learning the sicha around the Kinnas HaShulchim, was that at the end, the, the, the Rebbe says that that Befrat, when you take the Achlata to finish the Tukutte Teir and Teir Er, all the Chalakim with Shira Shirim, and all in, in every single part of it, the Hesaf is basically the whole book cover to cover, that will for sure, that will sure be helping the Hamshach of all these Inyanim. So I don't know why at that time, it occurred to me, it's like, well, why, why am I not doing it? Like, what, what excuse do I have? This is a, a Kinnas HaShulchem Sicha, the last one that we heard, Le'es Ata. And it's, it seems to me a very clear directive that the Rebbe wanted Shluchim, as Shluchim, specifically to Shluchim, because this is, I think, uh, you know, in the Sicha, he talks about how you have every Yitzhah Shliach, but this was to the Shluchim, that specifically the Shluchim should take on this Achlata. So like, I said, you know what? I have no good reason why not to do it. So I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And uh, I took it upon myself. And um, it's, an, it's, it's, it's an extraordinary undertaking, even if, which I do most of the time, read it like Tehillim. It's, 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 a lot of, it's a lot of pages to go through. And at the time, I didn't have any system. I was just doing it myself. So it was very difficult. Uh, today, you have people who made Meida Shurim that sort of, able to satisfy the different that you shouldn't be and you should finish the whole thing with Shirim in the shorter months through the it's very sort of much more the last couple of years have been a lot easier just in terms of scheduling but it's something that impacted my life because at least I could say it, 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 it takes up every you know anywhere between 15 minutes to an hour a day every day of the year and what I, I can't, again, I can't speak to the echos. I can't tell you how my life has been transformed. I can tell you how I have more time on my day, in my clock, in my calendar with the Rebbe. And like more often than not, when I sit down to learn it and I'm uninspired, my feeling is I get to spend 15 minutes with the Rebbe because this is something the Rebbe asked of me as a shliach and I'm doing, I'm fulfilling that heira. And after doing it for four or five years, I, you know, something that's new is exciting and then it wears off and then you want to, the next, shiniest thing out there. So there were times when I had a, a, the thought to drop this achlata 
And over the course of a couple of years, every time I had a serious thought about giving it up, within a couple of days or even that very day, a shleich would come over to me and say, I saw that once with the kinnas, you were learning, you were holding Lakut Teta, and you told me, and you asked you, what are you doing? And then I, you told me, and it inspired me to start doing it. And that happened literally three or four times, after which I put that, I shelved that, um, that idea to give it up. And I, I felt that very strongly how this is something that the Rebbe wants me to do. Uh, so I, I'm sharing it here because it's a practical takeaway, something that I've been affected from the Sikha. And I've seen uh, over the years, others take this on and have uh, reported that uh, they feel that they're more connected and, and that they it's definitely, no, I don't think anybody can make the argument that it's not clear in the Sikha that this is something to take away right at the end with the Rebbe says, Bifrat, when you take on the Chlot, it's in the, now you can, People have argued, it doesn't say do it every year, it says to do it once, fine, it's all Zion, but let's get started with the first time, and Chaim, um, that uh, this is which going from strength to strength, and totally, if Mashiach is all about then this is the um, definitely the way to, to, to download or to, to, to bring more chsidis and Gaula into your life. First of all, that's Meredik. You're, you're fetching over Kamos versus Echos. There's a famous Sikha there, but it says Kamos is Machria Echos. So you have that in the bag as well. And I, there's a number of times actually throughout the years, never uh, mentioned this idea of learning the Kutatarid every week. And I, I can't remember where it is. Maybe the, the Mumchim here are better, those have better memories. But somewhere in the Mems, Never once even mentioned, never once quoted Lukut of that week, never said that had uh, Lukut Torah been divided by the week, then this probably would have been today's year. They made such a comment once, and I can't remember where it is, but I remember reading it and being like, wow. So it's definitely a yearly thing, at least from the way they have uh, expressed that it wanted to be. So it's, it's, it's a Gavaldika thing and a practical thing. And I'll obviously, I'll post, yeah. I'll, in the chat, I'll post a Moira share that someone put together. If anybody. Please do. Um, it's, it, it starts off easy, you know, it's only like one page a day for the first uh, couple of months. And then you don't do shit, shit when you're doing once, once you're deep in, um, it gets a little hairier in the summer. But uh, for the winter, it's it's quite geschmack. So I'll post the Maida Shir in the chat. Please do. Please do. Thank you. And obviously, I mean, if it's in the Sikha and Eb is uh, talking about this right after he talks about the Kabbalah's Pinimashiach of Kenu, and like we mentioned earlier from Kuntasimash Teisach Siddhis, that the Etzim of so this is the Guli of Mashiach, then it's not like a, unrelated to the rest of the Sikha. There's the one, the, the whole Sikha that talks about the Makal Pinim Mashiach and then a side issue happens to be Lukut Teta. Not at all. They're learning Lukut Teta, learning Chsidis, and getting that uh, way of thinking is certainly part and parcel of putting on the glasses of Kabbalah's Pinim Mashiach and Kenu. Which is that one that 30 second addendum is that yeah. talk about Kamos, because that, that, that is clear when you, that, that's measurable, but the, the Echos is, is very difficult. Like, so a lot right, where someone complains to the, you know, to the Rebbe that, He's working really hard on himself. He doesn't see any shinu and echos. And the Rebbe says, just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not occurring. So that's for sure there. Like you said, it's a kamas mechri echos. But there is. When you go through the territory, there is there is are some amazing maimadim that you wouldn't have come across otherwise that, that just will transform your, uh, your perspective, at least for that day, week, or probably month, and, and be able to share with your family and with your friends um, some transformative ideas that will really shape your life. So that, uh, but it's few and far between, at least for me. But maybe the, the mumchem may know how to do it better. I wanted to say one good I heard from a, a fellow shliach. 
He told me that in the Sikha, you see that the Rebbe starts off with Meshach Rabbeinu, saying, Shlach Nabiyad Tishlach. Is Meshach Rabbeinu, so to say, being wanting to connect to, to Mashiach. And later the Rebbe speaks about the Kutateira having to do with the Shlichis of the Rashvi, say, Shvi Larishin as well. So you see this Nakuda, the Sikha, from the beginning to the Hira. Now, seemingly the Hira flies in, learning the Kutateira flies in somewhere. Uh, not attached to the whole sicha. Okay, there's a hadran on, so to say, on the kudatayda, but to learn the whole terayda and the kudatayda, they say, no, seemingly doesn't fit with the hamshech of the sicha. But he said, really, if you go back to the beginning of Shlach Nabiyat Tishlach, that Meshach Rabbeinu was looking to say, connect himself with Mashiach, as Rabbi explains, this is also the nakuda of, to say, Shvi Larishin, realizing that we're all a continuation of the uh, of the of the Rishon. All right. So continue the Fabrengen, Rabbi Danny Cohen from Chabad of Chavron, who I had the pleasure of spending a number of Shabbos with back in the day. We shared a few Lachaims and looking oh, forward yeah. to Lachaim with Rabbi Cohen again. Lachaim, Lachaim. I am. I am. Okay, so I'm actually now in the Shomron. I stepped out of a wedding, so it's definitely a Geula Odishama Be'ari Yehuda. And so it's right behind me, the vineyards. Anyway, um, so I'm just going to share a few personal stuff about uh, our shlichus and uh, you know, the, the connection to the sicha for me is very clear. You know, I remember first first learning the sicha, I was in the army and uh, Lubavitch was learning this with me. And I remember saying to myself, oh my God, this is really demanding. You know, this is, uh, I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. But um, just going back 20, uh, 20 years, um, when the idea of going to Shlichos uh, to Hebron came up, one of the things that uh, I was concerned about is that, uh, you know, personally, I'm sorry for the group, I just talking about my, my personal history, but uh, I've been roaming around Hebron since I'm 15. I was very into the whole activism, you know, the nationalistic side and the ideology, and the, you know, Hebron and strengthening in Eretz Yisrael and the whole struggle. And I, I was concerned, you know, how am I going to uh, be in a place like that, Shlichus, where the people also know me from a different kind of background. And, uh, you know, to be a, to be a true uh, voice of the Mishalech, that what people are going to hear from me is not advocacy about uh, the importance of, uh, of conquering another house, which is very important, but, uh, you know, to hear uh, the Mishalech. And uh, this Sicha uh, definitely in the early years, I mean, I wish I went back to it more, and tonight I did, is definitely a, a very big resource of... Um, you know, focusing on uh, on uh, why I'm there, and if I was there for the first uh, two decades of my life, for other reasons, um, to be a voice in uh, Hebron, as uh, described in the Sikha, of the different levels of shlichas, and bringing out what the Rebbe wants uh, the people to hear, not Afka, not my uh, what my kishkas uh, want uh, to uh, say. Um, I'd say that that. Uh, Probably uh, in the beginning of the first few years in our shlichus, um, you know, one of the special things, I mean, unfortunately, the past two years, we haven't really seen that too much, but, uh, you know, shluchim coming to visit with Balabatim. And, 
this is, I think, 15, 16 years ago. Um, I think Levi and Chaim Nochum Kunin came to Hebron. They always come with a bunch of uh, interesting characters. And, uh, you know, I was giving them a tour and I'm talking about uh, the history and I'm talking about the, uh, you know, here, uh, Nebuch, this one was killed and here's uh, talking about the army and talking about the uh, uh, getting too much into the whole ideology. I remember them stopping me. And it's something that I remember. It's something that I try to focus on that. And they say, listen, we could hear this. We hear enough from the other people living here. Here we want to hear from you. We want to hear the Ruchnius. And um, since then, I'm really tried. You know, if there's one place that's uh, full of this conflict, the Mitzad Echad, it's, uh, you know, the second holiest uh, place in Eretz Yisrael in the world. It's a place where all the tefillahs come through. It's a place where the tefillah from the Gula should be sounded uh, the most. And yet it's also a place that's very uh, political and very in the middle of the conflict. And uh, I think, you know, the job of every shliach in the world is to make sure that the Ovis and Imos are comfortable and the Ovis and Imos are, and their messages is something that uh, we need to introduce to every Jew. And when the Sichet speaks about preparing the city, that Mamish, the city itself should be prepared for Kabbalah's play Mashiach, a place like Hebron, near Akoidish, has been uh, for too long or has been seen by uh, too many Again, as a political place, as a place that you know has to do with all the Middle Eastern conflict, and uh, our job, which we try to focus on, is to that when a person hears the word Hebron, he shouldn't think about demonstrations, but he should think about Petach Gan Eden, Tfila, just to give an example we're now in the middle of uh, i'm not doing any pr now just <laughs> we're building a uh, Baruch Hashem, a beautiful uh, what will be a welcome center right on the sadaya machpela and was plug clear away, from don't any... worry plug away <laughs> it was clear to many people that the exhibits that we're going to have there in terms of education is going to be about the history of the jewish uh, settlement in uh, hebron and the struggle in the six day war and all that and uh, very surprised that our main theme is going to be around tefillah, and especially tefillah, the whole, uh, whatever, Hashem, when they open up the gates and the gates of, and the walls of Jericho will fall and all of you will come and hopefully with Mashiach, the, the theme is to connect every Jew by uh, different you know, audio and technology and stuff like that to uh, uh, personal davening, with specifically on the Geula, there in Hebron, so maybe be zoichet to fulfill our shlichus, every person, every shlich, wherever he is. And uh, very soon we'll all gather together to Ma'ira Rishen in Hebron. And there's a beautiful picture of Baruch Nachshon that today was his uh, shloishim of the Rebbe dancing with the Hasidim right outside the Maris of Achpela. So it should happen in Bekar of Mamash. Thanks. <laughs> Hi. It's okay for these uh, warm words coming from uh, from Hebron here in Avis. As I would always mention that they used to start the Aved in the Beis Hamikdash. Is it says Zorches Hashemesh Hebron, even though it wasn't so to say Nagia practically, but it was to Meiris Chusavis. 
So uh, having you here um, connects us to the Chusavis and hopefully to all the all our Tfilis to to Taka be reunited all together in Eretz Yisrael. We continue the Fabregen. We move to the uh, west coast of America, going out in Toshin Samach Zion, Rabbi Mati Willem, Chabad Center for Jewish Life of Southwest, Southwest Portland, Oregon. Chaim. Chaim, Chaim. First of all, I'm inspired by uh, Zalman Lipsker, who's uh, learning for, for uh, giving us a little kick in, kick in the pants. Um, I just want to say, Rebbe, we are here. We're still here. 20 years ago, I was in Shirdalur Otera. 20 years ago, there was a kinesis of 10 years from Chav Nissen. In that time, Reb Nachman Shapiro asked me to speak at the kinesis. I was going back, and that was 10 years. And now we're 20 years from the 10 years. We're, we're talking 30 years. And today we stand over here on, there's 186 participants on Zoom. On the website. And we are here to say, Rabbi, we are here. We are still learning the Sikha. We're still listening and following the call. We still have not forgotten. And we recommit ourselves today, as we do every day to wake up each morning and to remember that we are here, like Rebbe Nivresi, We're only here for the purposes of fulfilling this shlichus, the shlichus of Kabbalah's Pnei Mashiach Tzidkenu. We are here, we're committed. It's been a long time, it's been frustrating, been at times confusing. We're committed to persevering. And we are committed to being the shaliyah that is so powerfully described in the Sikha. That he is not just a shaliyah to do something, but he is the shaliyah. He inherently lives with attention of being fully engaged, fully present, fully thoughtful, fully in, I, I, in trying to figure out, like Eliezer, punct how, which way, making plans, how is he going to catch the Rivka, how are you going to find the Balabas, the Gvir, the Tfil, the Dust, but with the complete bitl, with the complete knowledge that all of this is here because of the Abed Avraham so, Rabbi, we're here. Like the famous story that the guy turns to the Ebishter and he says, Ebishter, after all that, you thought I'm going to give up. I ain't giving up on you. 30 long years. 
but we ain't giving up. Amen. I'm sure we can add that the reason we're still here is because of the Sikha. The Sikha gives that Kayach. In, in the Sikha, there were talks about, someone mentioned it earlier about Avraham, Nasan Kolash Aloi, that he gives everything he has for the Shidduch. And then it goes through through Dargis and exactly what the beard is and why, why Avraham felt it necessary to give everything. And the bottom line is that this, this Shidduch, the continuity of Claudius saw the continuity of the etzim of Avram is this gala in the etzim of this of this wedding, and moreover the etzim of Avram is in the gala in this gala in the etzim of the idea of shlichus. So it, you know, pasuk adin alatzmoi, as as Derba quoted about the pidik rebbe, nasan kol hashaloi, because the etzim of the rebbe bashtetin the etzim of the of every shliach being a shliach. It's not so. The the words you're saying are 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 true that we all feel, and we draw that capacity to say we're here from, from that sikha. And it's thanks to the, not thanks, it's because they put kol ha-shaloi. That's why we can say that, but we're still here. Rabbi Yisrael Friedman, say a word. The Gemara says, Ma'zare b'chaim, afu b'chaim. But there's a klal, pol elamid, v'nim tzolomid. It says, as really, as say, ma'hu b'chaim, that's why zare b'chaim. So, that's the end of the MS that you like your Mati said. The fact that we're still here is, a, is the biggest raya. The truth is the MS in the MS in the But uh, absolutely, Shlichus continues. The fact that we're sitting here and still discussing the Sikha is because the Sikha is, uh, is timeless. It's not 30 years ago, it's not uh, uh, whatever amount of years, years ago. It's today, it's now. It's today empowering us. To take it personal. And Fabrin continues with the Shliach who went out. So we're over, oh, no, we're not, we're going back, or oh, we're skipping two years. Tarshan Ayan, Abenosan Patash, Chabad of Colville, California. Please share Lachayim. Say the and share with us, please. I remember once uh, Ichko Gorevich in Migdala Amek describing from the view of a child when he was growing up in Brumwa and Tavshin Tezayin that the Rebbe sent Shluchim to Kvar Chabad after the terrorist attack. And he's describing, he was maybe six or seven years old, what it, to him, a shliach of the Rebbe is coming all the way from New York, it's on the way to Eretz Yisrael, a whole group of shluchim, and they stopped off in Brumwa. I think they maybe were even there for Shabbos. And he describes a funny story, but the, the thing that he was describing was that for him, the Rebbe shliach is like Malach Hashem Tzvakos. A shliach is a Malach. It's not a human being. So he saw one of the shluchim going to use the restroom, and he was like, a shliach uses the restroom, like it, it couldn't be. And it made a very strong impression on me. But then it's time to go on shlichas. Baruch Hashem, feel very fortunate to be able to go on shlichas. And this image of Malach Hashem Tzvakas is like, we passed over here, Malach Hashem Tzvakas, and I'm going on shlichas. So I think one of the Nakudas that I uh, was able to notice in the Sikha 
is how the Rebbe was encouraging every single person, no matter how they see themselves, and demanding of them to go on shlichas and to the shlichas of, specifically the shlichas of now, the Kabbalah name Sheikh Tzikeno. And one Nukuda that I was able to extract from this Sikha was that towards the beginning of the Sikha, the Rebbe's analyzing was Eliezer a Shatan or was he a Shliach? So the Rebbe says that there's a smart to say that Eliezer was only a Shatan and not a Shliach because Shliach is Shluchai Shalom Kamoisai, Mamash. And it wasn't uh, fitting for an Eved to be a Shliach of Kamoisai Mamash. So in Ha'ara 28, the Rebbe points out that just like Avram said that Eliezer's daughter is not fitting to, to marry Yitzchak because B'ni Baruch Baruch my son is, is Baruch, is blessed, and you're Arur, whatever that means. And in Arur, Mistavik Baruch. So the Rebbe says, why is that by Nisuin? Because it says, Davak Ishtai, and then the Rebbe says, Shedugmasai, the Indian Hashlichas, Shluchai Shaladam Kamaisai Mamash. That the dogma in Shlichas, there's an Indian of Davak, the Ain Arur, Mistavik Baruch. So this is the Svarah to say that Eliezer could not have been a Shliach because Ein Arum is not But then later on in the Sikha, how's the Rebbe fear ice about uh, Eliezer? Eliezer was Shluchai Shal Adam Kamaisei Mamash. It was for real. Aye, what about the Svarah that we had before that Ein Arum is not a Baruch? That for shlichus, the Rebbe can even take an Arur and make him into a shliach. So, of course, we're not saying that anyone has Arur like an Ebed. But the Nukudah is that even the things that are deficient in our lives that we see, we're, we're not Malach Hashem Tzvakas. But even that is, is not just can be a shliach, but it's a demanded from us that we need to be focused on the shlichus of Kabbalah's Prem Shiyach Tzikeni. And I think, as, as was mentioned earlier, that sometimes it's not these deficiencies, it's not just that, oh, they don't hold back from us being a shliach. But one of the main nukudas of the sikha is that the Eved Avram Anaychi, the nukudah that Eliezer is the Eved Avram, that brings out the whole Indian of what a shliach is. And on the one hand, Eved is or, but on the other hand, Eved is bringing out the whole nukudah of what it means to be a shliach is that he's an Eved Avram. That bitzel to Avram, that only an Ebed can do, this is what's being demanded of us in our shlichus, in, in uh, dedicating our lives in every single aspect of our lives for, Kabbalah, for the shlichus of Kabbalah's Pnei Mashiach Tzikin. And I think each and every one of us, I don't have to go into Pratim, but we can find ways of our things that we see as deficient, as, as being Nishviya Star Zion, can sometimes bring out the greatest strength in who we are as a shliach. And therefore, by extension, as was mentioned earlier by, I think, uh, Rabbi Korn and maybe others as well, that, that when we're dedicating our lives in this way, we can tackle also share it with others in our community. And, uh, and it's okay to say to someone, even if you, you, don't, you, can't, you don't have the title of a rabbi, you don't have the title of, of a shliach, but they have this shlichas with them, even if they are not yet from, even if they're not yet shemitah mitzvahs, 
the way they're supposed to. But the shlichus is a shlichus that the Rebbe gave each and every one of us. So my friends, Chavera, Shluchim, and everyone else, uh, this is something that we can all, as Hashem, fulfill. And this is something that, as Hashem, we can each and we can ask of ourselves and then also ask from everyone in our community, are you ready for a perfect world? And if we can say yes, then I think we have one step closer to Taka being ready. In the Sikh, like you mentioned, the Rebbe says that, uh, that the Rebbe mentioned that you, we see that you can tell people today that they're a shliach, that they're responsible to share Yiddishkeit. And we see it's in the Skabal, right? That you're referring to that paragraph there that mentions that, that every year can become a shliach. So it, it, it's, it's really in some way to get to, to your point, it's what they did to us. It's not as if they ever waited for us to become chassidim. And now that we're perfect chassidim, then he said, okay, now you can become a shliach because you're a perfect chassid, you can represent me. It's parket. They made you a shliach. And because you're a shliach, now you have to do avoda and become taka shliach. And with them, there's not chassid. It's the other way around. So if we're looking to be kind of our, 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 um, our community members and we want, to, we want to make them chassidim, so do to them what they did to you. They were told you you're a shliach and, and therefore became a chassid a little bit better than you were before you were a shliach. So you tell your Baal you're a shliach, and you'll see he's going to become a chassid also. Because if he, if he takes on the responsibility of sharing Yiddishkeit, and he takes on the responsibility of bringing the world closer to Mashiach, then he's going to have to improve his own game too. Just like we, we all know, as, as we demand from our Baal Abatim, we, we improve our own, uh, our own Avedah. The king of Malach starts through us. Yeah. Right, Yashakayach, and we are showing us that Shliach uh, doesn't have to be necessarily a Malach Hashem Tzvakis. We dafka and Hashem Hashem Maguf with the Chilach Hashis with the Milus. We move on to Tavshin Samach Gimel, my dear cousin Shliach. Chabad, Arizona State University. I remember it clearly. It's probably um, 18 years ago when we first started our Shlichus. Back in our old Chabad house, small Chabad house, we had Mill Avenue, a big street here in town. We're sitting at the Shabbos table. So Chabad has a campus, there were a lot of college students there, dressed as college students are dressed, acting as college students act. And it was very nice. They were coming, they were connecting, and as many times they do, they come from meal, then they go out wherever they're going out. That week we also had a professor, an Israeli professor. She was in the Jewish studies department here. She's what the what she would call a secular Jew. She grew up in a kibbutz, you know, removed from a Yiddishkeit in an active way. And she's, she joined us that week. It was her first time there, I think. And she turns to me during the meal and she says, you know, I have a question for you. She said, um, it's really nice what you're doing here. You have the students over, but uh, let's be honest. They're not really coming here to hear the Torah you're teaching. They're not coming here because they care so much about the Yiddish guy. They're coming, you know, they want a free meal and they want to be able to... Um, Afterwards, they're going to go to the bars and do whatever they're going to do. And they're not even mentioned. They're coming, they're eating, and they're really, you know, helping out or anything. How do you have it inside of you to be able to welcome them and be so nice and warm to them 
they're using you in a sense. You know, how do you, uh, how are you warm and nice and welcoming to them? She was my first year of Shlichus, and I turned to her and I said, I'll tell you. I said, when you're looking at the student that you're seeing, you're seeing a college student coming in, using this place and going. I told her, I'm a Shlich Lerebbe. And I look at the year the way the Rebbe looks at the year. I looked in the Shammah, the Etzam, and I don't see what you're seeing. I said, I see it in the Shammah of Yid, which is an Etzam, which is a Chilka And I explained here also, it's not just I'm seeing the student here, I'm seeing the student where they came from. And now the student is really a continuation of Kal Yisrael. So not just they're an Etzam and they have, you know, the Abish there inside of them, but they're a Prat in the Klav of Yid. And she told me, okay, very nice. She said, I need like Allah. So I can't look at it in such a way, but if you look at it in such a way, it's great. This story stayed with me because throughout our shlikas, all the times we meet many people, and it's very easy to look at people whatever way you're looking at it. When I learned the sikha, the sikha has so many nakudas. There's 15 sifim, there's so many things to talk about, there's 30 shlikim, so a lot of things are going to be touched on. But there's a one akuda that, uh, that I think about a lot, and the nakudah I wanted to share over here. And I feel it connects to the story how did the professor there. The Rebbe asks in the Sikha, how could Avram give it all away? That's Avram gave everything to Eliezer to give to, you know, to find a wife for Yitzchak. How could he give it all away? The Rebbe says, even in Yanni Tzedakah, a person can't give it all. A person has to have for themselves also. And the Rebbe says, Avram is going to live another 35 years. In a sense, what was Avram thinking? How's Avram able to give it all away? And the Rebbe explains, this that Avram gave it all away, this wedding that Avram was hoping to happen wasn't a personal wedding of his own child, and therefore it was a great celebration. In such a sense, yes, you're right, he can't give it all away. But the Rebbe writes, the Rebbe says, as native to the Nisim, but that does the Nisim of Klai Yisrael. The Rebbe writes, this is the first wedding after the Mila, this is the first wedding, the continuation of the Yidin, and this is the wedding of connected to all the Yidin forever. And that's why Avram gave it all away. Avram was the father of all the Yidin, is giving this away for this the future Kal Yisrael. And there continues in Sivav, and he brings from the marriage of Yitzchak and Rivka, which is reflected of and Klaus Adam, is the Yichud of Ma'amban, Nisham and Guf, and the Rebbe goes right there and he says, This is the Yichud of the Yidin with Hashem, the way it's going to be by Gulam Mitzvah Shlema. And the Rebbe writes, that this yichud was so important and necessary because it was raising up where Rifka was coming from. And this is the kud that, that I was thinking about, reflective, I think about a lot of my shlokas. Where Yitzchak is raising up, where Rifka had to be raised up from. Where is Rifka at this point? She was in the house of Lavan. Shishana ben Achaychim. She was, arose among the thorns. And Rifka had to be taken out from there to be able to raise her to Yitzchak, to make the yichud of Ma'amban, to bear to bring her close to Hashem. And the Rebbe writes, and this is where Rifka was, Shtam and Al there is from there. How is the shaykh to us? Brother, I was thinking about, I think about this often. Every single day, we have the opportunity, and sometimes the challenge, of people coming to us and wanting a connection. People are coming to the Chabad house, we meet them on the street, they meet them on campus, wherever it is. We have an opportunity to look at them as an individual that we're seeing in front of us with what they're wearing, with the way they're acting, or we have an opportunity to look at the way the Rebbe describes in the Sikha, when Avram gave it his all, when Avram gave everything from him, to raise Rivka up, the Yichud Ma'amban, the Shishana Ben Achaychim. We could look at every Yid that we approach as a rose among the thorns of the world. Just like Rivka was a rose in the house of Lavan. And not just that they arose, not just they Shishana, not just they Etzan, 
a part of the Abish there in the future of Paul Yisrael, this is the person who for their family is going to lead the rest of Paul Yisrael. Like the Rebbe describes about Avram, about Yitzhak and Rifka. And that's why Avram gave it his all. So brother, we have this opportunity and this challenge every day. Avram gave it his all because he knew this is the future of Kali Yisrael. Every yid we meet is the future of Kali Yisrael for them. We're also busy running our Chabad houses, doing our shlichus, there's bills to pay, there's buildings, there's events, there's projects, there's all that. Like the Rebbe says in the Sikha, we can't forget what the Iker is. One of there's the Iker is to connect, to raise up the Shama. And this is all to bring it to Mamash Kalpanim Sheikh Zidkenu. Every day we have the opportunity to raise up the roses and bring them closer to Hashem, to the Rebbe, to Teret, to Yiddishkeit, and to actualize Mashiach Delamata. People ask me, you know, there's so much to focus on. How do you stay focused on, you know, the goal? The people that are in front of us, the Neshamas, to raise them up, to be Makash them to the Rebbe, to bring them closer to the Abishter. I think the key thing is to remember what the Rebbe says in the Sikha over here. When Avram was giving it, he was giving it as all, because this is the future of Kal Yisrael. If you look at every Yid, as the future of Klal Yisrael, you're going to give it your all. You're, you're not going to let yourself get, distra- get distracted because this is your tafkir at that moment. This is your Ebed Avraham Anechim moment. And yes, it happens again and again and again and again. And we look at this way, there's so much we could do in our shlichus. And I want to include that something that just happened earlier today. One of the locks and one of the doors of Chabadas were closed. So as the minig of America, you call an Israeli locksmith. I remember Chabadas knows Israeli locksmith, and this person that I called, he's somebody who actually grew up in Ramat. He grew up in, a, in another stream of a, from Judaism where he never imagined he ever speak to Lubavitch or going to Chabad House, but he went very far away from Yiddishkeit. And originally when he moved here to this area, he didn't want to have anything to do with me. So we met him, and he started readjusting his views and understanding of Yiddishkeit. And um, I called to fix the lock, and now we're closed, Baruch Hashem. And he came and he fixed the lock, and before he left, I, you know, I gave him some sandwiches for the wait. And I wasn't sure, should I ask him to put on tefillin or not, because he's, usually I ask somebody, but I know he has certain baggage with those things and connected to it, because the way, you know, how he moved far away from it. Then I thought to myself, you know, you know a couple of hours I was going to be for bringing here. I was thinking about the sikha. I was thinking of the Rebbe says, Shishana ben Achaychim. I was thinking, this guy in front of me is not just the experiences that he had. He is a Shoshana ben Echechem. He's the future of Kali Yisrael. He's the Etzim Anashama. And I said, Kobe, is that me to in? He said, actually, yeah, I'm going to go and do it. And he goes, and he's, he, didn't have, he didn't need help. He put it on, you know, that way. I remember Zayda telling us, it oh, was one of the things that was a sight to see for the kids in town. When somebody came and put on film the other way. So he's in the Chabaras here today. He's he put it on his own, and so he, he did it the other way, as Ramadan Mazeda said, and he said, he knows what to do with his own minig. And he finishes, he leaves, he tells me, Rabbi, thank you for putting on the tefillin with me. Didn't mention the sandwich, didn't mention anything else, because that was touching his etzim and shama. Brother, this is something we have the opportunity every day to realize that every yid, like the Rebbe says, it wasn't just an assuming Qalas, the practice of an assuming Qalas, is the future of Yisrael. We have an opportunity to connect with them, to raise them up, the Yichid Ma'abam bring them to the Ebishter, and with that, we will really be able to help them. Sheikh Sitenu, Karav Mamashna, Lachayim. Lachayim. Before we can add that one of the ways in which to uh, be able to get to this point where you look at another Yid and you see a Shashana ben Achaychim is to remember from the same Sikha here that will look at you as a Shashana ben Achaychim. To remember that also, 
Everyone looks at you as a shana ben and you look, but you look around and all you see is chayichim, and you feel so you start shvatzin begin. Remember from the Rebbe's vision, vista shana ben chayichim, and then you're going to see in the chayichim other shashanim as well. If we see what the Rebbe sees in us, we'll be able to oh, yeah. see much more in the Yidna that the Rebbe sends us to. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Rebbe once said about Yisuf Tzadik. Yisuf Tzadik is went from Mamish Chatchila River from Beis Asurim to Mamish Beis Amalek. The Rebbe said, "Which chutz did Yisuf have? That who nar has been a builder of has been a zilpa? That what the Yisuf Chanumim?" Even though Yosef was the son of Rachel, he was the prized wife, the prized son, and etc. How much his father loved him. Yeah. So therefore, it's a pleasure to his current stories and a practical uh, uh, vision conscious that we can, uh, we can take from it how to view another Yid. Chaim Chaim. Chaim We'll continue the Fabrengen. We'll go to Tavshin Samach Dalit, Meshe Gerari. About of Tom's River, New Jersey, a famed uh, Magadshir and project of the uh, To please uh, continue the Fabrengen. So I'm in the car. You hear me? Yeah, we'll say Lachaim for you. We don't condone driving. I have some Snapple for Lachaim. Lachaim. Anyway, um, so. I told the Me'arginim that I'll be in the car punkt, I'm uh, pulling up to my house so there might be some background noise with the kids getting out. Anyway, to echo some of the, the discussions that uh, were, were brought up in the past where we discussed uh, the idea that Avram, uh, that Eliezer uh, uh, is possibly not, uh, not a Kamoisai. It happens to be, uh, I was uh, 13 in Tavshin Nun Beis. And, um, and uh, I do remember the Shlachno, the Yatishlach, the Kuntris coming through the fax machine and the excitement around it. If I'm not mistaken, there was a footnote about Yad Tishlach, that it was 14 years from Tavshin Lamed Ches, Tavshin Nun Beis. And uh, us at the time, it meant that uh, uh, it was like the end of a Tkufa. Whatever Tkufa was, tkufus, we didn't know what Tkufa's meant, Bukhlal. but uh, it was tough. It was, uh, it, it was possibly the last Kinnus. Hopefully, was supposed to be the last, I mean, hopefully at that time, the last Kinnus in Gullus. Um, and I remember asking my father a little bit. I didn't, I didn't understand anything, you know. But this, my father said that Mashiach is Umala Aretz Deya Sashem. That, that, that when, even, even in these last Degoim, as the Shas, we, we surround ourselves with Deya Sashem, with learning Chesudas, then we, we begin to live a Mashiach Dika life. So I was thinking about this, um, this, this idea, the Dehava Amina, that the Rebbe creates, that Eliezer could have been a Shadchan. L'chayra, he did the job. He did his job good. You know, he went and he searched and he davened. He did it. Why would we think he's a Shadchan? You know, using, 
using modern day terms. He has a, 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 a smartphone and a laptop and uh, spreadsheets and schedules, uh, a secretary of Shafila. So he's doing everything right. Why, why, what makes him a Shadchan? And the Nukud, it was said before, yes, Leymar, the Nukud is, it's about the person himself. The Shlichus sometimes is what we do. It's what we do. It's not necessarily to say that. But what we have to do is it has to become who we are, not just what we do. And we could talk and take a little lesson from the Lukutasichis that we learned last week in Parshas Nayach, the difference between Nayach and Meshir Abeinu. That Nayach did what he was told. He, I built a table, I put out a table in the front, he waited for people to pass. He told them there's going to be a mabal, Madaf Chuvatan, Madaf Mekarav, we have to come closer to the Yavish there. And, and, and but at the end, he wasn't invested. He did, he checked every box, he did everything he was told. But he, there was no Mercedes Nefesh. He himself was not invested. Meshir Abenu, on the other hand, who in the context of this would be the first Shliach, who he was ready to, to he, his entire Metzius was the fact that he was a Shliach. And Ula Yeshloimar, that the Tai Chain and the fact that Shliach, together with Eser Keiches, is Vigmatri Mashiach. When your entire Metzius, Asara, we learned this week, Asara is Shleimus. When our whole Shleimus is our Shlichus, Kol Kulaya, our entire life is Ibigi given to the Rebbe, and, 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 to, and it, it redefines who we are, that is Mashiach. That is for us Mashiach Aprati, and that's what brings Mashiach. And if I might, I guess that, that uh, Rabbi Yitkin already mentioned it, uh, I would like to be myself that the, the Lashon and the Sikh is, is Bittl. You have to be a, a Bazunder Mitzis, you also have to be a, a, a Bittl, the Bittl. One of the ways to Bittl is the, is the Yidvel Tfilo Esis Abittl. The Yidvel Nafshe the Meadas Atoyed. If a shliach will zich iber machen, you want to become a new mitzvah, you have to immerse yourself in the Rebbe's Torah. There's no, uh, there's a hundred ways of connecting to the Rebbe. But b'shas we live, kviyus b'zman or kviyus b'nefesh, with the Rebbe's Torah, it changes us. It literally changes us. And uh, and and b'meila, b'meila, together with everything that we do, that and the Rebbe says in the sicha that every aspect of our life, every aspect of our shlichus is lahavi lemeis hamashiach or lekabel. But like I think the Shmuel in the Pastik said earlier, that the being a Shliach is Pshat, that I am a different Messias. I'm not just a person doing it, I'm not just a Shabchen. And the way we do that is Midav Zicha Lein Ibermachen. And the way we do that, in one of the ways at least, is to, is, is to ligin in the Rebbe's Torah and to learn and to change our outlook on life. David says, that the, the, the Fabrengen. And the, and the learning the Rebbe's state of this, this Fabrengen and this Sicha and all of the Sichas that, that, that the Rebbe gave us, uh, it'll change us. And through that, we'll change the world. And because of Mamish, we'll go to the Kinos together with the Rebbe, Begashmius Mamish, Vuhuye Licheno, Kimimius Laitseno. Lachaim, Lachaim. Lachaim. To your point, it's quite Meridic that the last Sicha, Leis Atta, that the Rebbe talks about the Kinos Shluchim. It's not about polis, not about what you should do, but the whole sikh is as the shliach zalzana shliach. That he should become. It's a guidebook. It's a manual. Thus is a shliach. One hundred percent. The end, the maskana, the, the end, the end goal is is lahavi lemeis hamashiach, and that in every aspect of a shlichus, that's the end of the fabrengen. That's the end. Prepare the world. The kabel pnei mashiach tzedkeno. That's the that's the tetzah. 
but but the whole sicha is understanding what velt is, understanding the chasana, and, yeah. and, 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 and being not just a shadchim, but being a, a, a shliach. Sorry for the background noise. No, Maris is just that it's not just the Tetzah. The Tetzah of Zayn HaShliach is Kabbalah and Mishet Tzikenu. But who goofa? Zayn HaShliach is the Kabbalah and Mishet Tzikenu. Yeah. In the Hayra at the end, the Nebuchadnezzar says, uh, there's two Hayra at the end, but one of them is that the Shliach should, uh, that all the things he does, Zayn Drukhanum, the Nekuda, the Beit Mishet, that is, the Lohavad Mishet Mashiach, and Yuchid Baramban, that's not uh, talking about how he behaves. It's not how he thinks. The Kabbalah to him is the king of the Oisphere and the Pearl Mamish is not what he does, but how he thinks. How he thinks as a Shliach, that's the Kabbalah to him is Not only in the, as a Tetzah, but Echamela for sure, there's a Tetzah, which is the next Tetzah. Everybody says that you, you should be, uh, you should explain to other people, but if it's a Meskabal, how Mashiach is coming. But the first Tetzah there is that the way I think as a Shliach should change. And thus, Kuf is Kabbalah to him is to think as a shliach, to think in front of his glasses. You know, people who made that satire, as you're saying. For sure, there's no, no other way to take your keiches and nefesh, to be masimit, to the mishaloyach, than to learn the, the mishaloyach. I mean, yeah. Right, the thing that's happening, go to the next year, Tavshin Samach Hey. We call upon Rabbi Real Vigler, Chabad of Israel Center, Manhattan. Chaim Lechaim. Chaim Lechaim, Livrocha. Um, you know, so just to add to what Rabbi Gurari just said, um, a couple of months ago, I was sitting on a Sunday morning with my kids and I get uh, tagged on Facebook. Look over there and somebody posted a picture of a selfie of his on the plane. Um, with myself and Tfilin. So he asked, does anybody know who this rabbi is? I would like to connect with him. So this, this Tfilin story was in 2016. I remember very clearly. I flew to Israel. And um, one of the things I took on myself a couple of years ago, I saw this actually from, and I should give him a shout out, from Rabbi Mendel Kaplan in Toronto. The guy is an inspiring Tfilin guru. And uh, I took upon myself to also put on Tfilin and take Tfilin wherever I go, where, everywhere and in every situation. So Baruch Shem, I had my Tfilin on then. It's actually a group of birthright people. I put on a Meda Bar Mitzvah on that, on that plane. And one girl actually asked me, so she said, Rabbi, you don't really have a wedding in Israel. You, you just like traveling on a plane. You go back and forth putting on Tfilin with the people. Um, but there were two Israelis there. And I asked them to put on Tfilin. I didn't think of it. Nothing at all. Put on Tfilin and that was it. I forgot about it. Like I forget about everything else. Um, so somebody tag, tagged me. So oh, this is Uriel Vigla, you know, whatever. So I connected with the guy. He lives in Israel. Now he lives in Tel Aviv. And he tells me, I want to share my story. He says, we were two secular Israelis going to a wedding, a Buddhist Muslim wedding in New York. And he details exactly how irreligious they were. And let's just say in the level of one to 10, this is a 10 plus. And they were doing things they shouldn't be doing. And he said, when I offered them to put on tefillin, they, they, they didn't think anything, but something moved in the neshama. That's what he tells me. And they went back to Israel, and they still didn't become make anything of it. They went somewhere else. And then eventually, they when they got back to Israel, especially with COVID, they started listening to Rabbi Manas Friedman on YouTube, and they went to Rabbi Adi Elephant, Tanya Shirim. And to cut a long story short, 
this year they have full beards. They give Tanya Shurim in Israel. They they do everything. And uh, when I posted the story on Facebook, the guy still looks at it and he says, you didn't say the end of the story, that he's still like in Shalosh He's still there. But I feel like, you know, many times you you, 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 you put on Tefillin and you don't see any effect. You don't see any result. Here, you literally see the result of every single Torah that doesn't exist something ruchli that you do that doesn't have an effect. And yeah, you saw it. And this, this is exactly what this is about. And I just want, I don't know how much time I have, but one more story, you know, when I moved in Shlichus, we needed a space for a shul. So I went to a place over here nearby, and the guy had a big, large center or whatever. So I asked him, can we do Rosh Hashanah Kippur over there? And, um, you know, but bottom line is, the, I went inside, I went to the challah, was filled with, 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 with a bottle of wine, and the guy said, Rabbi, you know, I don't know what you want, whatever, leave. I came back the following week, and the following week, and eventually his son called me and he said, if you come back one more time, we're going to call the police. I'd never space. I still needed something. So I waited about a month, came back with another challah and another wine. And he says to me, when he says, Rabbi, you, you must be crazy. Tell me what you want. Because, you know, I did say I'm going to call the police. What do you want? I said to him, all we need is a place to have. So anyway, he gave us a space to have a Kippur and we developed a very warm, nice relationship. And our shul is still there till today. Moved from the fourth floor to the second floor to the ground floor, you know, and we have a handshake of a deal, nothing else. Um, the story has a lot of compartments, but I want to share this following thing. So, a couple of years ago, when we became friendly, I said to this guy, Joseph is his name, I said to him, why did you give us a space, Davenin? So he says to me, I don't believe in God, as you know. Um, even Yom Kippur, his office is in Shul, literally, he doesn't come to Shul. I said, you can get the best Aliyah, people pay for it, he doesn't come. I wrote Hashanah, nothing. I put on to with him maybe once or twice, that's all you'd allow me. Maybe I learned Tanya with him once or twice, came for Shabbos dinner once, but like, that's it. He's married, irreligious, he said, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in the heavenly court. I don't believe in anything. He says, but if on a 0.0001% chance that there is a God, and if after I die, there's a 0.00001% chance there's a heavenly court, and if this God that you say exists, ask me in the heavenly court that you say exists, did I ever do a mitzvah? I'll say I gave Viglet a shulter davenant. And this person passed away this uh, summer. He passed away. And his estate is actually kicking us out of the shul, so we actually need a new space. We have till November 30th, and Mr. Hashem will be a Yeshua. But this is the ultimate of the Tachlis Aruchni, the Abich, the Rebbe, getting into this story. Because this is what I believe that Sikha is to take the ultimate and grab it into that, that physical. And uh, that's it. Chaim Levracha. Enjoy. Beautiful. There are some letters with ever writes to some Yidin about uh, Yiddishkeit and a general orphan. It ever tells them that um, imagine someone told you that if you gave me a penny now, we'll turn it into a million dollars in a few years. You're going to start questioning the validity of the investment. It's a penny. You give the penny. Right? There's letters like that. It says, so what, what's it going to cost already to, to, to put on fill and to do a mitzvah? Like you're saying, on the off chance that there's a, that, that there's a MS. What's the investment already? Anyway, Lachaim Reshekayach. It's our pleasure now to ask the Fabreng to continue with the Shliach who began the Shlichus in Tovshin Samach Vov, Rabbi Tzvi Freeman, who is Chabad of Cyberspace, Chabad.org, known to us all. Is Rabbi Freeman here? No. Oh, 
So we've been informed that Freeman is not here, but we'll say lachaim to everybody, and we thank you for the opportunity to be part of this fabrengen, and wish everybody hatzlacha in their shlichus, in the ikir shlichus, as the Rebbe says, the kabbalas pin mishiach to kenim mehevi amenu mamish. And uh, now it's a pleasure to ask the next host of the rest of the Fabrengen, uh, the Jacobson brothers, Rabbi Levi and Rabbi Simon L'chaim Levracha. L'chaim Jacobson, L'chaim. L'chaim, L'chaim. You guys are invited to stay on and uh, to continue. Uh, you're doing a wonderful job, Fabrengen. You could... Uh, uh, peer up all together and, and Fabreng Baiter. But the main thing is to keep the Fabreng going. And Takitz Meiriz and Inan Demandin, Lachaim Lachaim Labracha. That's all my life. I'm sorry. Molaritz Fabrengans. Yeah, this uh, this Fabrengan actually, the Chai Sara, there were, I think, if I remember, there were more than 50 bottles that were given to the Rebbe by the, by the Fabreng, by Shluchim. You can imagine, it's Kinesa Shluchim. But I think there were more than 50 bottles. It took quite a while. The Rebbe poured into his back, and it was busy. The Rebbe filled up, I think, three glasses, if I remember correctly. Are we there? Um, sure. Sure. How, how if I might ask you, do you want to share a little bit? Since um, you can say the Fabreng, I'm going to ask you to share a little bit. Um, L'chaim. Yeah, we should see the Tetzaz, L'Pail Mamish, L'Havu L'Mes Mashiach, and we see it. The Pashtus Mamish Lachaim Lachaim. Yeah, the Kinnis Ashlukhan Fabrengans were always fantastic. Oh, where'd they disappear to? The Kinnis Ashlukhan Fabrengans were always. Still here, we're watching. We're watching, we're still here. Unbelievable Fabrengans, the Simcha, the Dudim from the Rabbi, the encouragement. But throughout that Fabrengan, what the Rabbi spoke about, I remember the. The Kinnis Ashluchim Memches, unbelievable Simcha, unbelievable Giluim. But this Fabrengen, Nun Beis, where the Rebbe spoke about what the Shlichus is and what what every Shliach is, as was pointed out very beautifully up until now. Really, Mamash Machaya, to listen and to hear such beautiful words of Teichen and Emes. For you, for the of the rest of Hashemim, this is really beautiful. Uh, the Fabrengen was a very Lebedic Fabrengen. The Chalal Shabbos was a, was a packed Shabbos. Uh, the Rebbe, the Fabrengen was set up before Shabbos. In other words, Shabbos morning, the Fabrengen, the Semsemli was set up already for Fabrengen. The Rebbe had Zaliyah Maftir, was in the front of 770. And uh, the Fabrengen Kaposhut was dedicated to Shlichus, to Shlichus, and in the context of what the Rebbe was, was, uh, was cocking in that Kufa in the most intense way, the most beautiful way, was, um, was Moshiach, how the two go together. Well, the Rebbe spoke about this in advance. The Rebbe spoke about this earlier. Um, Shliach plus 10 is Moshiach and so on. But over here, the Rebbe spoke about, as you guys mentioned earlier and was mentioned by, by the, the different speakers, that our entire Metzius is to bring about the Rebbe told them, Rabbi Krinsky, that he should announce also It was when he went up together with Rabbi Katarski, when they went up to get the Lachaim from the Rebbe for the Kinnis, Rebbe told Rabbi Krinsky to announce as well that he should say This is what it's all about. 
And uh, this is what our, uh, our life is all about. Our shlichus is all about. And the truth is, the shlichus of every single person, as the Rebbe says in the Sikha, that the Nitzach and happen, the victor, their victory is taking place. And as we all know, in our shlichus and unbelievable stories, and everybody knows this, the Asim Rebbe's Keichus. So, yeah, may we talk, uh, see further atzlacha in our shlichus and uh, bring the shlichus lapel mamish. Um, Simon, yeah. my brother, L'chaim. all our L'chaim. virtual brothers. I mean, our brothers that are virtually connected now, but uh, brothers Bamis. Itkin, what'd you do to know? L'chaim, L'chaim. L'chaim. So we'll ask a good chavir, Rabbi Arye Lang, from Camarillo, California, to share from his experience how he implements the sicha into his shalichas. Chaim Levracha. Chaim. First, I want to thank the Ma'arganim for such a beautiful thing. So I think one of the rights of the sicha is in Tesvav, the older shluchim will get involved with this Indian. I don't know if there's ever been a time he contributes to this sicha the way it's being done today. So big yeshakayach to everyone, been very inspiring to watch so far. So they asked me to explain what my personal um, take from the sicha was. Sometimes it's hard for me to tell what I'm taking from which sicha. But uh, one of the things that the Rebbe says strongly is, and L'chayda, this is the connection to Meisha Rabbeinu, Goyal Rishoin, and Goyal Acharoin, Malchus and Chachma. So Malchus is the Mashiach and Chachma is, is Taira. So learning in Yoni Gula Mashiach, which is one of the practical areas of this Sicha, is the connection between Meshe Rabbeinu Taira and Malchus, Mashiach. So for me, practically speaking, I get a lot of chayis from learning the Nunbeis, Bechlal, and Aleph Nunbeis. Because I was, uh, at that time, Mashir Gimel Masifta, Rabbi Tenenbaum, uh, Rabbi Arik Raskin. And uh, we used to get out of tests by the siren going off. And I remember a tough, difficult, difficult Tanya test. The siren saved us. We were able to run Majeski. And the Mamish, I remember like this, some of the sikhas. It was Gimel Shvat Nun Beis, that particular sikha. The Rebbe spoke about the Fidik Rebbe's speech impediment, that we have to be the voice of the, of the Rebbe. And uh, for 10 years later, after that, Fabrengen, that's when I went on Shlichus. So for me, I try as a practical implementation I pressure feel it's not right if you're going to learn the Nunal from the Bishikha and not share it with your community. I think you push it. Uh, we're, we're, why, why are you worthy of it? They are not. So I try to implement that every Shabbos, at least for me, I know it does a lot for me. I try to implement that when I'm sharing something on Shabbos, that I always try to touch on that Nakuda. And it's usually in Mashiach, which is what the Rebbe wanted from this Sikha. So that's for me. A very practical thing that I that that gives me chayis when I learn these sikhas, it gives me energy. I forget for a second about all the challenging things on shlichus. Um, the other thing is every day after our minion, the sharing of art in Yani Gula uh, is something that that uh, that becomes with the Hayyim Yaim, there's a Vartan in Yani Gula that every single day that's one of the practical harais of this sikha as well. Um, now I looked and searched. And I, there's a dik in the Sikha, the Rebbe says that to be a shliach in the beginning, he says you have to have a metzias, bardas, and then you have to also be bottled in the shaleach. So it reminds me of the, the famous the story about the, the chassid that was walking. He says, Bittel is going, 
when the when the police stopped him after curfew, who's going? Bittel is going. And the Rebbe explains, Davka is speaking in Russian. It means he was a Metzius, but he was Bittel. I didn't. I don't speak Russian. To me, it sounds like Bittel idiot. He was telling the police, you know, Rebistu. I don't know. I think it's a different uh, different meaning. But the point over here is, which more important? The first part of being uh, a Metzius and being Bottle? At the end of the Sikha, it seems the opposite. It says, if you look in the, the Sif Tezvav, or later on over there, I don't know exactly which Sif, it says, the first thing of a Shliach is to be Bottle. And the second thing is to be a Bardas. So it seemed like from the beginning of the of the Sikha to the end, it changed from first be a Bardas and then be Bottle, to first being Bottle, then be a Bardas. So maybe the Iker Nekuda right now is, yeah, you have to figure out how to do it. But the first thing you need to know is, I'm going to look at later, I'm a shliach of the Rebbe. When I get up in the morning, that's who I am. Moida is before Ani. It talks about that a lot. Before the existence of Ani, that's to be the existence of Moida. And I want to be Medayik. You have to prepare yourself and your, all, all the Yidden in your town. Vechulu. I don't know what the Vechulu means, but by us, I'm about to speak to the superintendent of schools in another, right after another hour. We have uh, implemented a moment of silence, which is something very dear to the Rebbe. And L'Choyda, when I had their 10-year gala, they asked me, how many, how many people in your congregation? I said, 70,000. Because to me, it was clear that L'Hochen is color yourself. When I read a pan to the Rebbe, when you, when you, what's my request every day? That I should prepare my town for Mashiach. When I have a, a meeting with my what's the agenda? We have to prepare the town for Mashiach. So I don't know if you want to die Yidin, not Yidin, but we're very into Sheva Mitzvahs. I have maybe 5,000 Yidin, 70,000 Goyim. So the Chayda, so the fact that I know that there's kids that are doing every moment for the last few years, a moment of silence every day. And even during the Zoom, some of the teachers saying how it changes the life of their of the of the teacher and of the students. The Chayda is something that everyone can implement. And the Chayda, it's, it's part of preparing ourselves for Mashiach, preparing the whole the whole town has to be prepared. And the Rebbe walks in that the, the public schools, that everyone should, the Goyim that live there, who should be also trying to include that. Of course, starting with ourselves and our own community in the Yidden, with Tzadfil and everything. Even when they were throwing schach in my community, Israeli guy, every time he threw the schach on the sukkah, he goes, Mashiach! Throws the schach. It was like, a, it was the Davara Pashit that throwing the schach on the sukkah for this Yid was connected to Mashiach. So we have to include all, and we had Baruch Hashem, people blowing shofar for other Yidin, Pashit in the parks, Yidin, Balabatim, married to maybe both of them not married, one of them not married even to a Yid. But here he is leading a shofar, and the Rebbe says it's easy to explain to someone that he needs to be a shliach. Pashit, the president of the Reformed Temple, is blowing shofar for Chabad in a park, walking five miles as a Shemir Shabbos, putting on tefillin every day, who puts on tefillin with other Yidin, Rabbi got a kakafta, and so on and so forth. This is very easy to explain to people today, and and uh, this is just some of my experience. So, uh, so from this, the konsubaza that happened now, we should talk a bizech the Rebbe should take us out of Gaulus, take it from Yad Mamash. Beautiful. Yeah. So many different points that you touch on. And they're all super geschmack, um, how to bring it practical. And uh, the memories of the, uh, of the sirens going off in Umbez are definitely uh, very sweet. We should have the, the Kabbalah Shefagod already 
the, the ultimate siren, he's Gabos. We'll call upon a Shliach, Tanchum Arav, Tanchum Matusov, from Monaco. Choshev location and Choshev Shliach, please share with us. Go ahead. In uh, in Yeshiva, the Mashpia gave me the morning in the Moshal on this Sikha from the Melech who appointed his guards to keep the border of his country and he put them in different places on the border. Years later, the king comes and see the same guard staying in the same place. So he asked him, what are you doing here? The guard said, you told me to, to stand here, to keep the border. So the king answered them, but you have to follow that from then, the border moved already. So to keep the border, we have to stand by the border. This sikhe, we were asked, how was this sikhe impacted? In, in the, this sikhe, it's not the sikhe that impacted. Every sikhe can impact the, the shlichas. Every sikhe does impact the shlichas. This sikhe in French, we say, it's our raison d'etre. It's why we're here. It's not about impacted. It's why we're here. What are we doing? This is the sikhe. The sikhe begins that there is a chidesh. And a few times the Sikha the Rebbe said the Avedah of Shluchit is geendigt. It's finished. And when we go the Sikhas of Nathan Beis, it means Golus out, Gerula in. What was till now, to look back at the Golus, Avedah Sabirurim, and to be Mesak and the Sibes, all done. From now on, we look forward. We change direction. So it's a new Anaya Indian from this Sikha on. And therefore, me from the time that I remember it's after the Sikha, so it's maybe easier. In a, in a mode of Geule, this is why we're here. And once, it was a few years ago, I was learning with a few people of the Kehila, the Sikha of Shepti Nun Aleph. And at the end of the Sikha, one of the close person looked at me and said, we're learning together for 10 years. And how come you never told us that? And I didn't have what to answer him. And in a moment, it will be the Isgalus of Malach Moshiach, and some people around us may come to us and ask us why you didn't tell us properly how to prepare Lehochi Nasatme. You didn't explain us properly how to be ready for Moshiach. What are we going to tell them? Yeah, the, you remind you mentioned must be in, in yeshiva. You remind me with when I was in yeshiva talking one of the one of uh, Sheikh Siddhis and Hanukkah was on this Indian. Um, that since the Sikh of Numbay is the Tikhubit and the Gansa Aveda from Hanukkah, up until then the Aveda Hanukkah was Aveda Sabirurim, Abriyev is Kabbalah's name of Sheikh Tikhano. Yeah, so. So what does that mean practically? The, the, we have another 14 shulchan to go. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So we'll ask, we'll ask Rabbi Yehuda, Yehuda Sherpin 
from St. Louis Park, Kabat Shul, to, to, to enlighten us. L'chaim, l'chaim. And I yeshukayach to Rabbi Matusov. So, first of all, as I told him, Arganim, uh, the year that it says Tavshin Samachtes, so that's actually, I wasn't in Minnesota then. I, I lived in, still lived in Crown Heights. Uh, that's the year that I started working for Chabad.org, Chabad in Cyberspace, which is basically my main shlichus, and that's what I'm going to maybe gonna quote it from there, because um, it still continues to be the, the main shlichus that I have. And especially since Sri Freeman was supposed to be Chabad in Cyberspace, you missed him, so maybe we'll go from there. Um, so I was wondering how I was going to segue to what I was planning on saying, but Baruch Hashem, I have to thank Rabbi Arya Lang, who sort of got me there. Um, so I'll start off in the Chabad.org. So it's mostly Yiddin, but you also deal with not Yiddin. Um, so it happened once that there's this, not Yiddin, there's a guy. He's uh, not just a Shavim. He doesn't just keep Shavim Mitzvah B'nai Neach. He keeps other things as well. He keeps Shabbos. He told him he doesn't have to keep Shabbos, whatever. And, you know, you, you answer, you have to answer everybody. Obviously, you put more koiches into the yidim. You have to, you know, you're polite to everybody. But one time this person writes to me. So this person, he's a, he's a contractor. And he says that his neighbor asked him to help uh, fix his roof of his garage over the weekend on Saturday. So this guy, this guy tells his neighbor, Saturday, I don't work on Saturday, Saturday Shabbos. Now the person who asked him to help with his garage, that person's a yid. And the this this guy was piled on the night yid, on, on the yid to go, he connected into to, to local shliach um, and explained to him about Shabbos and so on and so forth. More than that, I don't know, as many of the stories. But when I when the story happened, I it, it hit me that we we find many times in, in, in Tanakh and in the Gemara, and I'm bringing this back to the Sikha. Um, in, in, in Tanakh, it says one of the nevuas is that in Yemesa Mashiach, the Goyim are going to make the Yidin do mitzvahs. So we sometimes think of it as that, you know, he's going to help us find a place for our shul. But over here is Pasha, the, the guy is causing the Yid to keep, to keep Shabbos. And, and I say this because we look in, in, in the Sikha. So in the end of the Sikha, it says, it talks about that one of the, one of the, achlat, one of the hiras in the Sikha is that, that, you're supposed to be masver to people, both in Teresh of Iksav and both in Teresh of Balpeh, the Indian of, of Mashiach. And the whole Shlich is supposed to be Lahavi Mesa Mashiach, which this is something extra. The Kiddush is that we have the whole Indian of Shlich that explained in the, in the beginning of the Sikh. And there's, the new thing is that this Shlich that we're doing is in a, in a different way, not in the way that we were doing until now, which is getting people to do mitzvahs, but in a, with an added dimension that it's Lahavi Mesa Mashiach. And one of the things is, that explain to them something which was in the cycle. If you look a little bit earlier in the, in the part of the Sikhan, I think it's a Dalit, uh, where, where Jeb is sort of going from where he's talking about Shlichus, what it was until now, and then the, the new, the new the Kiddush of the Sikha, shall we say. Um, so the Rebbe first says that we see this, we see it in the Rebbe says that we see the different more the different simonium of Mashiach. Uh, things that were going on in the Middle East and so on and so forth. And, and, I, and I think that part of 
when we, when, in other words, a, a, in a sort of a practical way, since you're asking for a practical way, but who am I to give practical ways? But one practical way is that we're supposed to actually look at it from a different perspective that whatever we're doing is to bring Mashiach, but also the way we look at when, because if we look at it that way, we cause other people to look at it. And, and it, it goes together, I think, with Ashkacha Pratis, they mentioned the um, project like so the sikha from, from last week, Pashas Neyach, the, 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 the second sikha of Pashas Neyach. So it also explains, and, and this is something that I deal with because most of my shlichas is through using mediums in this in this world, using the internet. So the Rebbe explains that there's really, there's two there's two things. There's one, Nakuda, you you're using the world to bring Mashiach. You're using the world to, 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 to further, you're using, in other words, there's Chachmas and there's and we use the, the Chachma in the world to bring Mashiach. So that would be like everybody uses. Everybody uses nowadays the things to bring Mashiach. But the Rebbe says that's not really the Nakuda. The, the, the real thing is not that you, you were using out things to bring Mashiach, but rather the world itself, it, it's, a, it's a mirror and reflects what's going on, what's going on, what's going on, is that the world is going closer to Mashiach. And this is something I think that we have to, if we look at the world like that, we're able to be pale on other people, which people need this. And for, for just for an example, um, so when the Sikh over there brings the marshal about the, the Adam that you that you see the Achtos in, in the world, but nowadays it's much easier to if coming aside from the Indian of Tchir Samesim. Um, used to be Tchir Samesim. If you believed in Tchir Samesim, you believed in Tchir Samesim. But if not, not nowadays, if you could just explain somebody the concept of DNA, not that I'm saying that the Edsam loses the DNA, but you we have this concept already in developed that you could see that from one small thing you could. You could you could reconstruct the person, how the person looks. So it's not such a far leap to go that that the Indian Mason could be. Or you have in, in, it says that they're gonna go every 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 month and every week or whatever it is gonna they're gonna go to Eritasrol be Euler ago. A year hundred years ago, somebody learning that it's how how is that gonna be? So these are all things that. Obviously, these are, these are, everybody has how they would look at it. And I'm not saying that we go and, and necessarily say, what's a, this is a simon or that's a simon. But if, if it changes our perspective, and when people see that our perspective is that, no, the world is getting better. The, the world is moving closer to Yemesh Mashiach. So that, even in a practical way, nowadays, as people are, especially, as they say, the world's going to pot, both pun intended, but also whatever. But people see that no it's not getting you think it's getting worse but on the contrary you see the world is actually getting getting better and it's getting closer to the Mashiach and we all have to do what we have to do and as the Rebbe we always take, take solace in the end of the Sikha the very end of the Sikha where the Rebbe says that the, even if you didn't do everything with Tachlis Ashleimus nevertheless you did what you tried to do what you had to do uh, to, to bring Mashiach yeah we see that so many different things. Lachaim, Lachaim, Meshukayach, Rabbi Sherpin. Meshukayach, Lachaim, Lachaim. So many different aspects that we see in Vel today that uh, that show us, appoint us to the Yula and uh, the different the contradictions that we see. We see the way uh, Ananju helps Ayid, absolutely. We see also that Rebbe points out the different elements of the contradiction 
that on the one hand, you have to be a Matthias, you have to be a Baldas, you have to be an individual, you can't just be a puppet. On the other hand, you have to be completely bottled. What does it mean? A lot of people struggle with this. It's a difficult thing. Bring the two together, bridging the, bridging the gap. How do you bridge the gap between the two? And uh, perhaps through actually learning the Rebbe's Torah, the point is not that there's, there's my identity and then there's identity of what I'm supposed to become and how do I bridge the two together, but to reveal how the true identity of who I am and what the world is is a lakus, is geula. Once I surrender to lakus, once I surrender to my shlichus, to, my, to the meshaleach, I'm not running away from who I am, but I'm revealing my, my, my deepest identity. This is part of the beautiful sikha. The reason has been said, this is the sikha. Um, very true. I mean, every single sikha and every single vart from the Rebbe is super significant and super so, uh, so important. And dear and precious to us, but particularly the last sikha so far that we heard of Kenas or Shluchim. Um, this is it. Bring the two together. Um, Rabbi Khan, all the way from Australia, you should have the Geula Amitis Vashlema in a simple way, in a practical way. Yeah, you should see the Geula. Um, to that, and we should have the complete and true Geula. L'chaim, l'chaim. For that warm, beautiful welcome. We are living the dream over here. We are going to be the first people to truly understand what it means to go out of Golis because we're feeling it every single day what it is. But um, talking about Australia, it's quite beautiful to see. I looked at the list of the, the, the august list of Shluchim that are talking and over 30% of them were Shluchim here to Melbourne, which is quite extraordinary. So Clearly, we're seeing over here that, that, that in the Tachta and Shein Tachta we're clearly seeing over here that that dream is going to be fulfilled. But I want to, Shkoyach, um, forgive me the opportunity. I want to share an, a, a story that when I went out on Shlichus, right before I went out on Shlichus, Al-Tzabacha, not, not, not um, as a couple. When I went out on Shlichus, I grew up in London. And I remember my last Fabrengen, right before I went out on Shlichus in, in London, and was for bringing, and when he heard that I was going on Shlichus to Australia, he said, let me, it was, he said, let me share with you a story. Let me share with you a vart. And um, he said it on Pashis Lech Pratis. And I always, every single year, it's something which is something which I've lived with and, and inspired me specifically in the context of the Sikh of Pashis Chai Sada. That when you think about the first Shliach essentially, and I know what I'm not talking about Shliach from Avram Avinu, I'm talking about the Shliach from the Abishta was Lechachamiyatacha, was Avram Avinu. And what's quite incredible is that when you look throughout the entire narrative, you look throughout the entire story in Lechacha, you see that light is continuously with Avram. It says, Avram light You see, the entire Pasha is filled with light. And I remember him saying, what's Epis, light? How does light fit in? We're talking about Avram Avinu. We've been introduced, you know, to the patriarch. We've been introduced to, to, to the Aves over here, to Avram Avinu. What's Epis, we need to know about light. And as we all know, from light came Mayav, from Mayav came Rus, from Rus came David, from David Mashiach. And what are you saying? When you go out on Shlichas, sometimes you can get so caught up in your day-to-day operation, you want to build your home, the Chushkadal, you want to build your success, you want to build your name, all the Alagatizachan that Avram Avinu was promised. But he said, Avram Avinu understood, had a great according, understood that my tafkid, 
my ultimate objective of why I'm going out of Shliach on Shlichus is to bring Mashiach. And if I'm ever going to forget about light, that light essentially symbolized and was the, what, what was the, was essentially where Mashiach came from, I'm forgetting my whole topic and I'm forgetting my whole purpose of why I'm even going on a Shlichus. And for me, that it, it deeply, deeply resonated. And when I learned with the Sicha, Pashat Chai Sada, and the Rebbe so clearly talks about the Tafkid and the ultimate ob- objective of what our Shlichus is, the notion, the concept that we could ever forget what our Shlichus is, what our Tafkid is, how this interacts in our daily life. And, you know, a lot's been spoken about. You know, for me, what, what deeply resonates in the Sicha is how did ever you just spoke about it, did ever talks about it. on one hand, you've got to be a Metzius, on the other hand, you've got to be bottom of Metzius. How does that align itself? How does that work? And it's a, it's a tension. It's a struggle. It's something that, that we legitimately all go through every single day. And on one hand, we want to be Ibigigeben. We want to be totally bottom of the Tzadeb. On the other hand, and that's where we are, 100%. That's our Shluchas. On the other hand, how does that align itself with utilizing our own skill set, with utilizing our own Messias? Your Seichel B'Fneatzma, as it ever says. How does those two seemingly contradictory ideas? And... For me, the way the way the way I, I try to live with the sicha, and I try to live with this idea that that the ultimate objective is to bring the sheikh to Paul Mamish, is that on one hand, we've got to do what we've got to do. We've got to do the gashmistika and yonim. We've got to go do. We've got to build our moisis. We've got to fund the moisis. We've got to make sure we have from from the physical elements, from the cleaners. You know, to, to a shlich before it spoke about a locksmith, to, to Allah Gutazachin in between. We've got to make sure that we have all those in Yonim. But ultimately, we've got to remember I, I, I say this a lot to, to the shluchin that work with us in our Moses over here that when someone walks in, sometimes we're so busy doing what we do that we think to ourselves, we don't have time for that person. That is what we call the tafkid. That at that moment is our ultimate objective. Meaning, I think to myself, why are we so organizing? busy organizing an event for what purpose you're organizing an event. So maybe a hundred didn't come out of those hundred years. And maybe one of them is going to get inspired and maybe one of them will then call you after maybe and say, could I come? Can you put up a mezuzah? Could you come? Could I have a share with you? That is the ultimate. We're doing all these events for what? And that's what we're busy organizing. Then maybe one year, then here he walks into your office, stop whatever you're doing, pull out a safer, pull out a pair of filling, sit down, whatever it is he needs, talk to him no matter how long it takes, because that is the whole tough kid. And for me, that is the way, on one hand, you've got to do what you've got to do. That is your, your, yourself. But Paul Mamish, when a person walks into you at that time, that is when you have to be bottled of Matthias. It's not about what you need to do. It's about the Etzim Shama right now that is sitting in front of you right now. Zoom in, and, you know, literally at that moment. So I want to say to the Allah Havedim over here that what a schus we have or what a chlais we have, the taka we have, you know, we have the koiches of the Rebbe. That's the beautiful thing. When we talk about koich atzmi, we talk about utilizing your own koiches. The reality is, you know, uh, I'm going to conclude this. Rabbi Tazan, who is a shlich, and he loves for bringing, and he says that when he looks at his chavedim that went on a shlichus, none of them had any kishreinus, none of them. And yet they went out and they go and build the most successful moistus. He said, it's, it, 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 it's a pellet. It doesn't make sense. There's no logical thing. The only answer is, that was all of our koiches, be'etzim, adereb's koiches. That's the mitzvah. So even the notion that you've got koiches b'fne'atzma and you've got to use your own seichel b'fne'atzma, in reality, that is ultimately the rebbe's koiches, and therefore we need to recognize that and live with that 
and make sure that we take a lead with Lohavli Meis Mashiach and to bring Mashiach before Mamish. Shkayach for the opportunity and a, a lot of continued atzvacha to all to all the brothers shluchim out there around the world. L'chaim, Yeshukayach. The Rebbe actually says it in the uh, in the Sicha. The Rebbe speaks about how he gave himself over to every single person that the Avramavina gives himself over to Eliezer. That the Meshaleach gives himself over completely, everything that he has. There's nothing that the Rebbe leaves behind. There's nothing that Meshaleach leaves behind, leaves for himself, leaves for a rainy day, leaves for somebody else, saves for somebody else. It's all to, to the Shliach. The Rebbe's absolute dedication to us. And that should inspire absolute dedication, complete surrender. Complete surrender that, to, to the Rebbe. Simon, what do you say? Um, in the earlier years, the Rebbe once expressed himself then he has nachas from from very few chassidim, and the Rebbe mentioned a few by name. Two that I remember are the Michal and the Moshe Gurkov. Um, and the the reason the Rebbe said is after he speaks specifically about shlichus, so there are those who start writing in letters. Should they, they do this? Should they do that? The Michal title bamdalis and the Moshe Gurkov. Um, both went and started as the Rebbe did without writing in, without asking questions. I think it was one night after Fabring that Rebbe Meshach Gurkov packed his family into a station wagon and drove to Boston to become a shliach. The way so we heard from our father, Alva Shalom, is that he got into a taxi, if I remember correctly. Uh, because he, he didn't drive. He got into a taxi and he drove to Boston right after the Rebbe spoke about it. I call him, that's what we heard. Yeah. Um, we'll ask Rebbe Levi Dubrovsky from Friendship Circle in Dallas, Texas, to share with us friendship, obviously, throw how he ties it to this, in, the, into his shlichus into the sicha. L'chaim. L'chaim, l'chaim. Thank you very much, uh, rabbis. Um, when I was, uh, I was asked to, you know, learn the Sikha and go through it and, you know, give my perspective and then a Kuda that I felt uh, resonated with me. And then now I have the benefit after hearing about 20 other Shlucham to say, you know, they took my, they took my thought. But with all that, after learning everything, Something that I, th- I was thinking about, and I believe it was Rabbi Yaffe mentioned at the beginning of the Fabrengen, that immediately after the, f- the Rabbi gave over the Sicha, they spent the entire night trying to figure out what it was that the Rebbe wanted you know, from them. And one thing um, you know, I tried to do and to try to take in a Kudah for myself and this is 30 years after the Sikha was, the Rebbe gave over the Sikha, and being a, a shliach in my situation, in my city. What does it mean 30 years later? And as, as we know, the Rebbe had a vision like no one else. And now I believe we are starting to see a little bit what the Rebbe had in mind, you know, what, his, um, what he was telling us. You know, if you look around the world now, 
and you read all the, the Pew studies and the, you see all the other uh, organizations that are emulating what Chabad does. And you even see so much so that you have reform rabbis who are, uh, you know, they're telling stories and mices about the Rebbe and giving over on Shabbos on YouTube. You know, they're streaming from the, their pulpit stories and sikhs from the Rebbe. So I think it's, it's my understanding is at least is that the world jewelry is looking to Chabad for leadership more than ever. And I had the, the pleasure once to sit with um, or to be Shabbos with Rabbi Aaron Abin in the Valley in Los Angeles. And he gave a long talk. I think it might, might not have been Shabbos. It might have been Yom Tif afternoon. I'm, I don't recall exactly when. And he went through in detail, you know, why, how, how we have to open our eyes and how we see Mashiach is here clearly. So I know um, um, Rabbi Sherpin touched on it a bit, a little, a uh, couple minutes ago as well. But I think if, if you look today and what's going on in the world today, you know, you look, uh, what was it, last year by the chemist, we had a six-day-long world record Zoom Fabrengen. Uh, I think it lasted uh, six days, you know, nonstop, and everyone picked it up, and there were thousands of people on it. If you look what's going on in the world, you know, with the internet, with social media, what we're able to do, how we're able to reach people, and what, what Shluchim have been able to do when uh, COVID hit. We were able to reach people even during lockdown we got into Zoom classes and Zoom shiurim, uh, and I know for some shluchim, the whole Zoom has given them a, a new kaychus. Uh, you know, they're able to reach people they were never able to reach before. And I was speaking to a friend in Miami, and he said, you know, a whole day he sits on a Zoom from a guy in California, from a guy in New York. So what we're able to accomplish these days, I think that the Rebbe clearly saw what's going on. And what is going to happen? And I think it's it's our shlichus. And you know, there's a lot of nakudas in the sicha, and it, there's just it's filled with tremendous amount of insight on what our shlichus is. And someone I didn't write down who it was, but someone mentioned before. You know, this sicha is almost a handbook. You know, the Rebbe encouraged everyone. He encouraged us to to use our own mind to make choices, like Eliezer, to make our shlichus our own because each one of us is in a unique city in a unique situation. And I think we all need to help our communities to open their eyes, to show them how Mashiach is already here. And now we just need to accept it. We need to see what's going on. And then, I mean, if you look around the world, it's, I believe it's very much ready. And then, um, We'll, we'll all uh, help our communities to, and every single, every single person to be mala their own personal shalachas, of, uh, you know, bringing their, their manban together. And um, that the Abishter gave every one of us a shalachas to make gashmias ruchnias. We'll all see Mashiach together. Amen. Yeah, I'm not sure what you have in there, coffee or wine or... So, uh, I just moved into an office. So it's just, uh, oh, good. L'chaim, l'chaim. L'chaim, yes. l'chaim. We, uh, our communities are waiting to hear the vision of the Rebbe is clear. 
every single step, and that I've made it very clear how many sikhas, every sikha, every every opportunity to bring the gyula, to bring the gyula, whether it's the deepest hadran or maimer or inyanim in Kabbalah, it's all uh, uh, for the purpose and for the direct focus of bringing the gyula mitis vashlema to inspire every single yid, to inspire every single uh, um, um, uh, not yid to live the life of gyula. This is what it's about. And yes, as shluchim, we have to utilize our kaychis to align ourselves with what the Rebbe says in order to make this a reality. And the world is thirsty for it. It's the only good news out there. And it's Definitely. the best news out there. And it's the only real news. You know, our, the previous I mean, president yeah. coined the fake news. This is the right. real news. As Mahabadi Giola, the world is thirsty. Later, everybody has bread and cookies and water yeah. and wine. The world's accepting a lot of other uh, Mishigas. I think... Uh... You know, Mashiach is, is probably uh, very easy to accept. A very simple concept. The world is loving it. When we when we speak about it properly, when we speak about it from our heart yeah. and soul, and actually this sikha gives us gives us so much, together with the rest of us, it's not just this sikha. This sikha is particularly important because this is, and especially as we're preparing for the Kinnis HaShluchim, that this yeah. really has to be the topic of our, of our conversation, of how we make this a reality, how we implement this, how we assimilate, how we make these words that uh, these words, our words, how we apply it to our life. And it shouldn't right. be some type of distant thing that we have to uh, dust off the covers. And if we need to dust off the covers, we should do that in, in preparation for the kindness. Uh, but to make it a real reality of who uh, and what our life is, what our shlichus is. And Mitzvah Shem, this Fabrengen uh, surely will inspire everybody to learn the sikha over and over again. So and to fabring about it and discuss it with your friends and your fabrangans and so on at the kinnis. Um, we'll move to Yashikayach uh, Rabbi Dubrovsky. Last Rabbi Rabbi Mens, Rabbi Levi Mens. It went out on shlichus in the year Tufshin Ayin Gimel. That is to Chabad of foresight. Yeah, it's like foresight. Uh, talking about vision and foresight. That's very appropriate. Anyway, enough with being corny. Rabbi Mens. Chaim. So, you know, the sikha that we're, we're all bringing about, obviously, all of us, we've, you know, we've learned it over and over and over again. It's 30 years, and it's an incredible sikha for, for in many ways. Uh, but just to focus in, in one area is that the goal, the way the Rebbe lays out um, the vision for shlichus is clear. But the Rebbe doesn't only give in the sikha the goal, but also the process how we bring about that moment of lahavi l'maysa mashiach. And ois yud beis in the sicha always moved me in incredible ways, where the Rebbe says that it's not enough that Nesid Reinu has a clarity in the mission and the vision. It's not enough that the shluchim have a clarity in the mission and the, and the vision, but that there's a chiddush b'dereinu zeh, that every single yid is able to become a shliach, should become a shliach. And then in the next section, the Rebbe says that, that there's something special about this generation, how easy it is and how open Yidin are to not see themselves as private citizens caring about only their own personal Aveda, but that every single Jew is ready and open to be a public ambassador and be a shlich of the Rebbe. And as shluchim, this is something that's obviously a torch that was given to us in our hands, that we live in a time where, where, where it's not, you know, but we feel it and we see it how today 
The regular Jew that may be labeled or seen as someone who's not there yet, they could become a shliach of the Rebbe. And they're ready, and they're excited, and they're motivated. All they need is the shliach to hand over to the baton, to share with the individual the mission and the vision of Nesidur Enu. I want to share a quick story that really brings this idea home. So it was our first Purim here when we moved out here to Forsyth County, right? Foresight with the vision here in, um, in Georgia. And after the event that we had in the Chabad house, so we had a Fabrengen and it was hosted in our home. And so, of course, you could imagine it was late in the night. There was a lot of L'chaims and everyone was together. And we were actually fabringing about this Vart, that it's not enough to look at the Shliach and the Shlucha that we're going to be bringing Yiddishkeit uh, to, to the locale, but that it's important that every single individual recognizes that they can take the Shlichus that the Rebbe is giving us and be a part of the mission. So, of course, at some point late in the night, they say, enough already, right? Let's get it done. And they we, quickly it was understood that Pesach was coming, that there was going to be, you know, Pesach was coming in four weeks and money started piling on the table. And before you knew it, everyone made a decision that every single Jew in Forsyth County is going to have Shemura Matzah. And it wow. was amazing to see how the people by the Fabringen, that if anyone would have met them that morning, they would have said, there's no way that these people would ever consider running with the mission and the vision of the Rebbe, see themselves as shluchim, never. But it was shared by a Fabrengen, and by the end of the night, everyone made hachlatas. The very next morning, phone call started being made, not by me, not by my wife. And we had, on Yud Aleph Nissen that year, hundreds of locals, and Bli Guzma, coming and packing Shemura matzah, getting in their cars, and, and bringing the matzahs to, to, to almost a thousand homes in wow. our county. So I, I think that it's an unbelievable sicha in the sense that not only are we given the goal, but also the process, that what's necessary as shluchim is that we have to share the words of our mishaleach with our people. We have to give them uh, the, 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 the insight to show how they can be ambassadors and they can carry the torch. And then together with, with all of the Yidin together and all of us together, we'll be able to fulfill um, the ultimate shlichus, lahavi limais mashiach And when we do it together, we'll get it done. B'mheira v'yameinu, l'chaim. L'chaim, l'chaim. Beautiful. L'chaim. Yashukoyach. Gishmakevart. We'll move on to north of the border. To, um, to another Levi, um, Rabbi um, Zalman, Le Zalman Levin will share with us his question to the Sikha, how he implements it in the Shulchan. Chaim, Chaim. <laughs> so, um, when I look at the Sikha, um, I've been thinking lately when looking at the sicha that the sicha to me, I was asked to share what it, what it means to me. Sicha to me, more than it being a demand and a responsibility of what the Rebbe expects us to do. And uh, someone, the Shliach, told me a few days ago that when he looks at the sicha, it gives him guilt. He doesn't feel like he does enough. I look at the sicha, I see the sicha as more of clarity and more of giving us an answer. Many shluchim ask the question, especially new shluchim that come out. Baruch Hashem, everyone knows that's Mudaf Farin. 
that we have to go, everyone knows. But what is the shluchas? What, what, what are we trying to accomplish? Comes the kinos, and everyone's wondering, what, what's the metric? What am I trying to do here? Especially if there's other organizations that are doing similar stuff. So what, what am I trying to accomplish? What is the shliach? What is the shluchas? What am I trying to do? And I think this sikha gives that clarity and answers that mandate and that definition of what am I trying to do? The Rebbe tells us in the Sikha that we have to be Mikabal, we have to prepare our communities, Mikabal to get in developed. So, on a basic level, what Mikabal playing with Sheikh Tetkeno means, and Shluchim has mentioned it until now, um, I'm not going to have any Chidoshim, is Mikabal playing with Sheikh Tetkeno means to, to, to let them, to include them, give them that connection to the Lukos, right? Give them that experience. Which is what we're doing with all our polis, with all the mifzayim, which is what the Rebbe was trying to do with every pole and every mifza. Every mifza and every every fabrengen, the Rebbe is trying to Every mifza that after the Tzivitz Hashem, that famous letter that the Rebbe wrote that he's working on, on, on it's an effort to, to change American youth. And the other mifzayim, mifza kashos achil and taras amishpacha, the Rebbe said that that's the way we'll be able to change the levushim of, 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 of the generation. We're trying to elevate and give them a geula. We're trying to take them out of gulas. And, then, and that's our mandate since Chafas Nissan. The Rebbe told us that we need to take responsibility on it. But in this Sikha, the Rebbe goes further. It's not enough to treat our Mekoravim, treat the Balabatim as recipients. It's not enough to give them Mashiach, to give them a taste. We need to let them know the full picture. In Zagin, the whole agenda, we need to tell them the end goal, we need to tell them the plan. They need to buy in to the whole mindset and the agenda of their Ashvi. They need to hear and they need to know the whole the, the, the goal of where we're trying to get to. I find that whenever I speak to people about Mashiach, Dirbutahtainim is the best way to open up all topics. Because once you go into Dirbutahtainim, you speak about Mashiach, you you you, you reframe Yiddishkeit. Yiddishkeit now has a plan. And then every single, you could open, you could, from there you could go to Milas Yisrael, Milas Teo Mitzvah, Milas Zayibishter, of the Goyim, Abdel Belt, everything. You could go, you could go anywhere. Going Yankiv, you could, you could go because there's a, there's, a, there's a focus here. And there's an achievement feeling, there's a progress, we're getting somewhere, there's a plan. There's other goals other than whatever Narishkeit goals people have today of what we're trying to change the world. It, it, it gives, it gives, it makes it, it makes it, it makes it present. It makes it, uh, it makes you just kind of it makes it it makes it, it makes it valuable, especially in today's world. But that's the basic level of dirbatachtain. When you bring it further and you tell them that it's atat, and you give them the feeling how and you, they know how it's imminent, and Mashiach's about to come, then it's not anymore that you're trying to teach them chsidis and give them the Rebbe's Torah and tell them how really they're supposed to enter a world of of Yashma'ayin of Vilakus. You're telling them that we're about to finish. We're over. Fine. We're on the winning game. We're on the winning team. It's a few minutes and it's over. It's a, we're on, it's a matz of zmani and all the shverikaitin that's getting them, the social pressure and whatever else they have is about to be finished. We need to speak about Mashiach and speak to them the shprach that the Rebbe speaks to us. In other words, like this, what I'm trying to say is that what we're told by the Rebbe in the Sikha is to stop and it's not enough to treat our Mukarav and our Balabatim as recipients. Not just to feed them the Yiddishkeit. It's time to give them the whole vision of Dereshvi that we got from the Rebbe. The same Bren, the same Admasai Gishrei that we hear from the Rebbe, how the urgency that may, can't last another moment. 
the imda, the expectation that at at kumter imdo achim kolchem shintzuka put niknaplach. Take it from me out of mamish that the Rebbe doesn't stop saying. We need to give that to them. They need to hear the brand. They need to hear the urgency. They need to buy into the whole mindset and to the whole feeling, the sprach from Rebbe, that the same feeling that gets us to go on shlichas, that care and concern that we have to ratavet develop and ratavet yeder ener and bring a gula. That's what we need to do. The Rebbe said in the Sikhan, Purim and Zion, yeder ener and ener has to be maisa We need to get everyone involved. They should take responsibility. They should want to get their friends involved because they're also trying to make the goal happen. Not only we want to make the goal happen with them, they should want to be in the goal. Like the Rebbe Sataka says in the Sikha, that every single year there's a, there's a shliya. But, and, 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 and more than that, and by, I want to give a shkayach to the resources, especially lately with the JLI and all the different resources that we got to speak about Mashiach. Again, not only speaking about the 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 the, 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 the prat, but speaking about the final goal, and that we're almost there, and we're to bring them to that Mashiach that we could discuss Mashiach, sign in, in, in the, the, the 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 resources that were given in, in a way of teaching. And I'm still looking forward for more resources to come, and not only in a teaching setting, but in program setting, whether it's families or teens or kids, to, to be able to give over this theme to the communities in such a way. But there's one more vart in the sikha that's, that, that, that goes beyond all of that. The Rebbe says in the sikha an incredible thing. The Rebbe says that we see the Reinu is the Einzik HaShliach Shebed Reinu, the Einzik HaMashiach Shebed Reinu. And we are here to allow that to be Makabu Pei Mashiach Tetkenu because through that, with Eric Ken and Erez Nehmed Yedim from Golos, Mekayim Zayin Zayin Shlichas. We're here to, do, to, to help him with it. He's the Einzik HaShliach. Or later on, the Rebbe says, Shliach HaIkri Amiti. What does it mean the Rebbe is the only Shliach? The Rebbe just said every year there's a shliya. What does it mean the Rebbe is only shliya? And I think what, the, what this word, at least what it means to me in my shlichas, is that we have to know as mechanic shlatan alein. Even if we're giving them that chinuch, we're giving them that same um, um, mindset that we got from the Rebbe, we need to talk to them about the Rebbe. They have to know us as the Rebbe, and they have to know that the Rebbe is the dogma for the shliach Mashiach experience, like the Rebbe says in the Sikha Ba'arichos, Meshur Rabbeinu Mashiach. And we have to give them, our goal should be that our Mekarabim isn't just that they should be Balabat and that love Chabad. Our agenda should be that they should be Spitz Chabad, like the Rebbe says in the Sikha. They should be dancing in 770 coming up. That's our agenda. We want them to buy in to the Rebbe's brand. They, should, they shouldn't just be friends. They should be, they should be chsidim. They should love the Rebbe. They should connect into the Rebbe. They should write to the Rebbe. They should, they should be Mekabal the Rebbe's they should, they should be, be, become battle. They should, be, they should love the Rebbe. They should have us gashos. And, and it's, we're here. We're able to do it because the Rebbe gives us a kayak. And Nachmer, like the Rebbe says in the Sikha, you see the Rebbe saying, and the Sidrin is ready. He got the Shlichas. He's ready to bring the, the Bigayal Am Yisrael. He's ready to take us out of Golas. It's up to us. We are here to allow and to prepare the way when we're focused on this end goal and trying to make it happen and preparing everyone and getting on everyone there, we are here to allow him, like the Rebbe said in the famous Sikha and Memhei, we're we are just trying to accomplish the Adash when the Zgalos and the Rebbe is going to come to our Makam Shluchas, like the Rebbe spoke, and Zolzayn take him beyond Mamish. Let's burn my yitzim in that lev.
and your uh, your rendition of the of the sikha, the way you the nakudis you made from the sikha, beautiful. There's a lot to say about this, so but asman uh, So we'll move on to Rabbi Shmuley Slanim from Houston, Texas, Rice University. Please. Time Brings back a lot of memories of uh, our bench in 770. Mostly Nigla Bays, but sometimes Nigla Olive. <laughs> um, it says I'm supposed to be representing Tavshan Ayin Hay. My shlichus of uh, of, uh, of um, my of, uh, of uh, Malban started in Tavshan Ayin Hay, but my shlichus uh, to 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 Houston started in Tavshan Ayin Vav. I was actually a chabrus of a shmuley. Um, in Parastak, we used to be fighting against the people with the uh, with the swipers. That was our we did that together. So anyone that went on Tafshan Ayn Hey, if they speak to the Margani, we should do this again in tomorrow night or something. Kapanim. Um Let's start with the practical and then uh, I'm saying Zami is there. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know how to how to how to go after that, but the practical is the last thing that I've said in the Sikha was to learn the whole look at the Teratera, the whole thing, by the way. The fate is Shashidim, to the longest part. That's 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 Ashton. So Baruch Shalom Shad Gahofen. Then I was feeling the guilt. One one, but one of my first kinds of shluchim, and I uh, and punked at that time. I think with a farkash, he posted a merishir uh, on Achdos, how you could do it every single day, and you learn whatever. So basically, that that year, that year was a uh, was a special year. I lost a lot, a lot, a lot of sleep. Fell asleep on the territory many times standing on my porch outside, but I made it. And uh, if you look in the in the sicha, I know Shnaz is not going to be happy, but they doesn't say every single year. We'll learn the territory. That just says to finish it kula. Anyways, I still learn something every single week, but uh, it's very hard to, to 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 do the whole the, the whole thing like that. But that was practical. Another thing that I was inspired by some shluchim is that every communication or kamat, every communication that goes out to uh, to donors or whatever, I can't say to students every single time, it's hard to get their attention to even to read one line, but for donor communication, make sure to always add, there has to be a connection to Mashiach. The Rebbe Sikhas was always ended with Mashiach. We find the connection. So uh, one of the ladies down the down the block, she didn't want to give me for my, for my high holiday campaign, but she said, Rabbi, you know, I, 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 you know, you had a grammar mistake. That'll be my donation. You can send me your emails. I know you're really, really busy, and I'll, and I'll go over it and give my suggestions. I, you know, I took up on it. Why not? Only that much that Grammarly, uh, you know, the free app. That's only that much that they pick up. I'll go him. So um, I, uh, I gave it to her, and I had, I had this little report over Tisha, and I ended off, you know, uh, you know, thank you for all the memories you created, Echveis. And uh, we're looking forward to the time, the most memorable time of all time, and Mashiach's coming together in Yerushalayim, whatever. And uh, she said her comment was that uh, I think this waters down the whole bladder. Uh, her suggestion was to take it out. I left it in, but uh, so anyhow. But I, I didn't. I, I knew. I, I knew I wouldn't lose her as a donor. She's the same donor she's gonna be. But upon him, you know, even like little small things like that. That's that. that that's the practical that I could give you as far as uh, I could say it's on my mind and shluchas here. But. Uh, by the way, I don't know if I got the email said three minutes. I think everyone's got an email said 23 minutes. So I'm going to be in middle. I'm not going to be three minutes. I'm not going to be 23 minutes, but I'm almost done. Um, there was, uh, when I was in, in, uh, in, in Yeshiva Dela in Melbourne, 
one day, Mustang Chavza and other Rabbi Yenki winner got up, Langazunt and Stark, and and he said, you know, what what what, what, what does this even mean? Chavchas Nisn Rebbe says that find three Yidden say Ad Mustang with an MS. What do you mean? We've been through so much. We've been through so much. It has been three Yidden say Ad Mustang with an MS. What's Pshat? So he said, what's Pshat MS? MS is not that not that sada or to pay a mortgage. Someone's sick. Corona, this, that, too many students that are that, that you thought were yidden, you find out that they're not yidden after four years, you're about to do the wedding. What, 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 what are we talking about over here? What's the what, what's the admas over here? Admas is what the rabbi, the rabbi saw admas is at the top of the shlemah, that's that, that we're talking. Hello, wake up. Admas means every single every single second. We're not we're not there yet. Admas, the whole different admas. We're we're busy, everything's good. Now we're getting checks from the government, there's no one. COVID, you can hide, you can hide behind the screen. Everything's good, right? Everything's good. I must say, you know, it's not what we're talking about. The Rebbe, every single second, was Mashiach, let's go, Mashiach's not here. The Ebi's not here. Nothing went on. And, and yet, to find three reasons to say, I must with Amos, this is hard. And we have one, Zalm 11, Shkaya, stand up. But, uh, but, uh, but so anyways, so what I'm thinking is like this. thinking is that, this whole sicha, a lot of the sicha is talking about the what it means to be a real shliach, the different levels of shlichus. There's no doubt that um, the more mekachsef mitin rabbin, meaning we try to mimic the rabbi, right? Mimic the rabbi, which means what happened every time the rabbi was at a sicha and uh, you know uh, so many sichas that the rabbi that, that the rabbi was crying about galus. The next second was that's having simcha. You know, I wasn't by Napoleon's march, but everyone says I was crying in Machim at the head. There's a couple of clips you can see that. So Simcha, which also matches Shliach, maybe Sameach, whatever Sameach Kaparim. You know, so so things things like that. A living Mashiach that means that Rendish uh, Nispal of this other organizations in town, Rendish Nispal, whatever we have all the money right now, Rendish Nispal to take on a project that doesn't sound like you know it, it's crazy. Let Mashiach. And automatically, the, the more we live Mashiach, the more we'll be able to, we'll, we'll, the most we'll see that. And automatically. Of course, we have to also do things up all but we'll be thinking and talking in that way. So the more we're in tune with the Rebbe, the, the more the more we, we, we write to the Rebbe, learn the Sikh of everything, there's no doubt that that is that's, that will help us. And that will automatically inspire one that we have, that, that, that we come in contact with. And made him a menu. Lachaim, lachaim. Lachaim. We'll now ask Ben Iri, um, from the Bayshore neighborhood of Miami Beach, Shmuley Lizak, to share. His experience in the shlichus, how he brings the sicha into into life. Chaim, chaim. <clears throat> so, of course, we'll start right away with the end, where the Rebbe leaves off in the sicha that uh, the clear. Uh, agenda is to start to go out and teach people about Mashiach, and this is the way the world's going to be ready to Kabbalah's become Mashiach to teach the world about Mashiach. So, um, and to explain to them to teach people about Mashiach. 
Now, of course, like uh, every other shliach does, when you go put phone on someone, you always end off and you tell the person, say, we want Mashiach now and to ask for Mashiach. And I found that almost every time I do it, especially with a new person, it sparks a conversation about Mashiach. And it's very interesting, sometimes with the most secular people, they, um, they're, they're not only interested in it, they're almost taken aback. I'm always reminded of the Rambam, where he writes that, um, that Christianity and Yoshka, the whole thing that happened was all that Mashiach should become a, a household name that everyone should know about. And people are almost uh, um, shocked that Mashiach is a Jewish concept. And they, they, it's, I always have find, have very interesting conversations. And uh, this is, this is really the, the, the big takeaway, the action on Shlichus to teach people about Mashiach. And I find it is very interesting. That's that part. I, I don't know. If, uh, but something, um, just a, a story that happened to me, because uh, it's very, uh, a huge chunk of the Sikha, like Shmuley mentioned before, is about what a Shliach is. And in the day-to-day life of Shluchas, it's we always try to remind ourselves that uh, it's really, that there's two sides. There's my efforts. I put my efforts into arranging the programs and put a lot of effort into it, a lot of brain into it, and a lot of, especially in Shliach, trying to figure out to do the right event and do it the right way. And uh, try to always remind ourselves that it's really, with the, it, it's, it's a, it's a, it's, it, there's two sides, that it's not my efforts I put in because I'm a shliach, I'm a messias, it's but it's the Rebbe's kachis, the Rebbe's energy that's making everything happen. So we try to think like that, but I had a recent experience, I mean, I get inspired when I hear these stories from other shluchim, so I'll share it, where I experienced it. Um, this past uh, sukkahs, we made a, we had an event, I mean, a newer shliach, so you know, it's not like we have a community where people are expecting an event to happen and it's like automatic. But uh, we made a party for Sukkot uh, with the, the families that we know. It was more like of a, of a um, personal like, like style event. It wasn't like publicized. It was more like with the families. I mean, it was just for a Sukkot party. And it, uh, the Abish there arranged that we got COVID. We got COVID the, the, the first day of Cholomayet. So... It was a big uh, discussion. We weren't a good debate. My wife put a lot of effort into all the details, you know, like uh, like uh, of, of how it should look, and and all the people coming. Some people were new people that uh, we have that we haven't met yet, and it was almost like a discussion of whether we should even do it. It's not like a community. We have a community that's expecting an event. These are all people that uh, they have uh, they have a million things to do in their lives, and we're we're not uh, we, we don't uh, in our eyes in their eyes we don't necessarily play the biggest role. So um, like it's not going to mean much, and who's going to like who's going to welcome people to the, the event? And we put a lot of effort into the preparation. Into, so we basically came to the conclusion that Shluchim, you don't cancel an event, especially a mitzvah. When it's a sukkah, you know, why should all these Jewish families lose out because of the eating in the sukkah, of benching lulav and because we got COVID? So we arranged for, for some people to come and run the event for us. And, uh, and the event happened. So, of course, Baruch Hashem was a big success. New people came. We got a lot of good feedback. But I was trying to look for a sign to see if it was, uh, if, 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 it was if I did the right thing. And um, of course I didn't, people were doing mitzvahs, but uh, something that, that happened, which made me realize 
that not only is everything we're doing, like the Rebbe says in the Sikha, the idea of a shliach and Mashiach and Moshe, that it's, that it's uh, with, the, with the Rebbe's, the Rebbe's behind it, and it's really uh, the, the Rebbe's koiches that are making it happen, and that's the idea of a shliach, but uh, the Rebbe was kind of sent me a message like, not only am I gonna, did I make sure it was a success, but even more than a success, where after the party, there was someone that we never expected, we never asked them for money, we never expected to get any donation from them, someone that I did it, and unsolicited, right after the party, they, um, they sent a message, how can, we send, uh, how can we send something? We want to participate. And so we gave them the way, and they sent a big amount, enough to cover this party and the next party, and um, it was, to me, it was like, like, wow, like we didn't, we almost weren't even going to do the event. We we're almost going to cancel it. And we went and did it. And the Rebbe was showing here that like, I'm running the show. Like you're there to, to facilitate, to, to make it happen, but to, to make sure the event happens. But the Rebbe was making sure that everything runs exactly how it's supposed to go. So just a practical, uh, it, it moved me a lot and uh, reminded me. Um, and when I got reminded of the Sikha again, the Rebbe spoke about it multiple times, but it's one of the highlights, and the Rebbe takes it to a whole new level on the Sikha, about the, that it's a shliach mishaleach, and it's the koyach of the mishaleach, that's uh, making everything happen, so l'chaim, we should all experience it and acknowledge it, and if we, uh, for me, it was, a, it was a moment of moving myself, my, we involve our Metzias to plan an event with all the details, but moving myself away from it for a minute, putting myself on the side, I wasn't there. And it all happened, and the Rebbe took care of it, and uh, things and we saw the pairs from it. So um, the family all experience such things in our service, and uh, thank you for arranging this and for giving me the opportunity. And we should, we should to be with Mashiach. Yes, okay. Amen. 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 L'chaim, l'chaim. L'chaim. Yeah, and there's also, there's also... we travel to Pretoria, Rabbi Gidon Fox. You're with us, Rabbi Gideon. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Rabbi Shmuley. These are very warm words. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that, um, Rabbi Gideon Fox. Chaim, it's almost like we're talking about Gola. So uh, here in Pretoria, in Yitzhashem, is uh, the Gola Rishenu is by Hibach Tialaila, so Mitzashem, this Gola will be by Hibach Tialaila. So, just very briefly, when the Sikha came out, I was a Bokhe in Melbourne, and I can distinctly remember not only this Sikha, but other Sikhas as well, going on with time on a Friday. I actually can envisage a particular individual. He was an Eretz Yisrael Dicker, probably in his early 60s. He sold kids' shoes, infant shoes. And I remember going into his shop and putting on tefillin, and as a consequence of this sikha, and as I said, there was just so much palpable about Mashiach in Numbayis, thinking to myself how fortunate this individual is, that with this simple pu'olaktan of putting on tefillin every Friday, he's going to be able to stand there at the helm and Mashiach comes and be able to hold his head up high and say, this is what I did for you. This is what I did in order to bring you. It was so palpable. I, I can literally, 30 years later, I can still picture it. But I got to be honest, uh, maybe I'm jaded by time and uh, other people are a bit younger. It's 30 years. It's 30 years and, and, and we're still here. 
So it, it requires me, for, certainly, to try and, and internalize this message, not only for myself, but for others as well. You know, we, we, uh, there was once a function, they had a, a hypnotist. The hypnotist uh, put a person under, so to speak, and they said, what was his thing that he had to do? He had to give a sermon. And another from guy, and he stands up and he speaks absolute gibberish. It, it, it wasn't even English. And he ends off with the coming of a Sheikh's billion in our days. So you have to ask yourself, does that mean you've been successful? Because at the end of the day, everybody knows what's the closing line of your sermon with the coming of a Sheikh's billion in our days. Or is it a hypnotic statement that is totally meaningless, devoid of any depth, any, any reality, any, any sense of ownership? And, and actually, as everybody laughed, I was quite confronted by it. And when I was asked to speak here, that, that actually that episode and that incident came back. So I'd like to share just one brief idea, which I think is, is the way that I certainly can, can resonate with this message. If I can just take you on a, a slight tangent. In South Africa, Baruch Hashem, we're privileged to have uh, a, uh, a united rabbinate from the Lubavitchers, Mizrahi, uh, the Litvisha, we all, Baruch Hashem, get along and we, we have an annual conference, certainly, certainly before COVID. And in the good days, from time to time, the chief rabbi would uh, take us on an annual conference to Israel. And he'd get all these great speakers and very, uh, you know, well-moderated. So you had Lubavitchers and you had others. And there's a lot to speak about this, but, but in the most recent one that we had, most recently prior to COVID, they had the late Rabbi Tversky, and he spoke, was clearly weakened by age. And one of the Litvisher asked the question, and he said to him, what do you do when you have low self-esteem? You're in the rabbinate. You've got to inspire others. You've got to guide others. You've got to encourage others. You've got to uplift others. And you yourself are struggling with self-esteem. What do you do? The doyen of self-esteem, the doyen of dealing with, with emotional challenges in front of this group of probably 60, 70, of which Lubavitchers and non-Lubavitchers. And he turns around and he says, the first thing I've got to tell you is, if you're shliach, you have absolutely no right to have low self-esteem. If you're shliach of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, you have no right to have low self-esteem. <laughs> it's very powerful because it wasn't as if that we kind of were, were egging him on in that regard. And I was thinking, what was going on over here? What was he saying? And the reality is what he's saying is that what the Rebbe gave, again, I'm speaking for myself. But what the Rebbe gave was he liberated us as individuals to allow us to become, to push to, to, to the shliach plus 10, means that you get your own personal liberation, that you actually get taken out of the volume of Meitzarim that are part and parcel of your, your basic reality of life. As somebody was saying earlier and, and, and kind of mentioned the idea that there's a challenge of, of, um, dealing with the dichotomy on the one on the one hand being who you are and achieving what you achieve and on the other hand being bottled to the I don't see a dichotomy 
Because the reality is anybody with, with, with a, a scintilla of sense realizes that the only reason we accomplish anything is because the Rebbe gave us, A, he gave us a mission, gave us a purpose, and ultimately he gave us the ability to achieve that mission. So the Rebbe has liberated every single shliach, and the, the idea of shliach plus 10 equals Mashiach means the Rebbe has liberated each and every one of us. Mashiach Shendom means that Mashiach is already part of our reality because you've gone out of your, your restrictions which you would not be able to achieve were it not for the fact that you were doing the Rebbe Shlichts. And the power and the potency of the Sikha to me at the end is when the Rebbe makes every single leadership. And what that means for each and every one of us is that we have to identify in that person, let show that person the Esser to allow him to have that goal of practice so we can all have the goal of Klolis. That to me is the power of this. Today, people have no identity. It's the tragedy of our times. You, you're not even a guy. You have zero identity. So what's your purpose? What's your mission in life? You can only be liberated when you have a mission, when you have a purpose. And the Rebbe gave that to each, to each and every one of us. And the Rebbe gave us the capacity to give that to each individual. People are thirsty. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not like everyone else that I, I heard of here that has absolutely can speak without any equanimity about Mashiach and Mashiach is going to come. It's 30 years. To me, that's a long time. But I can bring liberation and Mashiach to each individual by giving them power and potency and identity and mission and a purpose in life which everybody's yearning for. And this Sikha gave every single year the purpose in life, a mission statement in life. And that's the greatest gift that ever gave. That ever liberated each and every one of us. That ever gave us goal, he gave us Mashiach. It's not enough. That's not what we're yearning for. That's not what we daven for. That's not what we're fighting for. But if we can achieve that for ourselves and we can give that to someone else, then Vahiba Hatia Laila can exist not only now for each and every one, for me here, but for wherever you are, we can be taken out of books. Give them the, the power to liberate, redeem, and bring Mashiach to themselves, and we'll bring Mashiach to everybody. That is what the Sikha says to me. Thank you, everybody. The uh, Chaim and the Mitzvah We should see each other in the, in New York. I would say Yerushalayim Mirakodesh, but at this stage, I'll take New York to be quite a frank. Quite frank, we've been locked down for eighteen months. Lachaim, <laughs> Lachaim, Chaim. Oh, we'll go on to to the West Coast, California. Um, Zushi Rifkin from Pasadena. Please share with us. L'chaim, l'chaim. As I echo the words of uh, all the shluchim that spoke before me that said, uh, of course, and particularly without their knowledge that they managed to time it that at exactly 2.57 is when I'm talking. And uh, at least technically speaking, I have a chavrusa that starts at three o'clock on Zoom, which means I need to get out of this Zoom and get into the other Zoom. It's a good thing that I didn't rely that, this, that my time was gonna come before 2.40. So I told him I might be a few minutes late and we'll learn uh, when, when we'll learn. And he has that flexibility. Two so, minutes left. 
but if you could keep it uh, close to uh, to to, uh, to doing your chavros on time, that would be great. Not because I'm sure you have wonderful things to say, but uh, the time is limited. I only have a few minutes. Um, obviously, we were asked to share, by the way, just to keep everybody up to date, obviously, we're going through the shluchim, and I think generally speaking, it's going from older ages to younger ages, because it's going from the shluchim that moved out earlier to the shluchim that moved out later, so just to keep everybody up to date. We were holding, I was two years old at the shluchim. I heard some shluchim fabrenging. They were 30 years old. They were 10 years old. They were 15 years old. They remember the sicha. I have no recollection of the sicha. But obviously, I learned the sicha many times. Um, and really, it's a it's a shtickle, almost like chutzpah. That we're all standing here. We all have different things to say from the sicha. But Batsum the Rebbe says one thing in the sicha, right? So, so I'll start off by saying that, which we all know, which is that that led with Mashiach and everything we do has to be with Mashiach. The Rebbe says that the whole shlichus is now Kabbalah to Mashiach Tzikenu, and uh, and that that has to be chayder through everything. So we put on film with a yid that has to be by Mashiach. We would like Shabbos candles with a yid and, uh, that's that's uh, that's Mashiach Tzikenu. Um, and I'll just share a quick story in that regard. Um, I, uh, I, I, my, my main shluchas here is Torah, obviously. Shluchas is everything, but I'm saying my, at least my kav in uh, this Chabad, we have a few shluchim. So my main shluchas, I give the shiurim here. And uh, one of the shiurim, one of the many shiurim that we give here is a Shabbos morning shiur. But whatever, amongst all the shiurim, that's from the, from the less attended, you know. People are coming to shul from 10 o'clock until it's 3 o'clock after the kiddush or whatever. So they come at 9 o'clock. Uh, for a lot of people is difficult. So, you know, you get three, four people, five people, sometimes this person walks in, sometimes that person walks in, everybody based on their Yisaitis. So one Shabbos, I'm giving the shear, and I came prepared, you know, I have a whole shear. I, I can't remember, I, I, to be honest, I think the main vert of what I'm trying to say is that I actually don't even remember which week it was. I don't remember if it was Chleis uh, Truman, I was talking about Vastum, or if it was Miketz, and I was talking about Yosef, and I, I don't remember what it was, but I had a whole shear prepared, and I started the shear, and I said in between something about Mashiach. And somebody asked like a very technical question. I forgot, I, I forgot what the question was. But that question led to a little bit of Azbarna and we started discussing that. Before I knew it, it's 15, 20 minutes into the Shir. We're talking the whole time about Mashiach and the Tafkir of the Ilam and everything. Beautiful. So I said, okay, look, guys, I just want to be very upfront with you. Um, I am more than happy, like all the other classes that I give is in order to talk about this. I'm more than happy to put my notes aside, but, you know, in terms of uh, academic transparency, I want you to know that this is not, uh, you know, this is, this is, it's very much connected to this expression, but it's not what I prepared. It's not the class that you came for. As long as everybody's okay with it, let's do it. Now, of course, everybody was okay with it. You know, it was more of a galachter. So, and we sat for an hour and spoke, Mashiach, you know, whatever. And there was no, nothing prepared. It was from this, from that, from this, from this, from this, maybe which of us can't find for an hour on Mashiach. Um, and we finished the class and downing starts and whatever, right? And uh, I can't remember if the kiddish or maybe during, you know, the sermon, he was outside, whatever. One of the guys that was punked here that week was a guy that was only there for a couple of weeks. He was coming, it's a college for his father. He's more a member, a member of the conservative temple and whatever. And he says to me, he says, you know, I really like Chabad and I've been coming more and more. He says, but uh, this class that you gave, which was off, off script, was much more useful to me than any other class. <laughs> In his words, he says, if you could do for me what you did for me now by Mashiach, if you can do the same thing for me about Mechitza, then that's it. We're sold. We're Chabadniks and we're going to be involved in everything, etc. Um, and that was like a reminder that maybe everything we need to do. Of course, we say, we're Mashiach now after front phone with everybody. And we say, you know, you know Mashiach every single day after meeting, after davening, etc. All of those things. But really, it has to become a thing that every time we're giving a class in the parasha, the class in the parasha is really secondary. Ideally, we would like we don't want Mashiach, but we're coming to it through the parasha. We want to put on tefillin because we're bringing, this is how we're doing it. Everything has to be, uh, uh, which to me, I think, is the obvious part in the Sechah, but we were asked to talk about something that, that spoke to us. So I'll share one personal point. Um, in this Sechah, the Rebbe frames the goal 
of Mashiach, the goal of the Bereus Ha'elam, etc., because in other words, the goal of creation in Kabbalistic terms is Yichud Ma'uban, etc., all, all of the aces of the Sechah, which I'm sure everybody's familiar with, in simpler words, towards the end of the Sechah, the Rebbe starts to be Masbir, and the Rebbe says that in simpler words, every single, every single Yid, is, is, is in a marriage proposal, so to speak, with Abishtha, right? We're, we're, we're getting married with Abishtha. There's a chastan between the, the, between the Abishtha and Knesset Yisrael. And, uh, and, 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 and that's where all of a sudden the Rebbe introduces this concept of a shliach. Is it a havamina? Is it a shadchan? Was it a shadchan? Is it a shliach? What is the goal of a shliach? Was it a shliach? The kiddush? And what exactly was the role of this shliach? And in this, even we're supposed to understand Arshlachas, what the role of Arshlachas is. Um, this particular vart, the fact of a shliach being contrasted to a shadchan, there were not shluch when there were shadchanim, to me spoke very, very personally, as it always does from all, from all sikhs. I'm talking about the idea of getting ourselves out of the way. Often, of course, because it was spoken, spoken about a lot here, the dichotomy, the, the bridge, bridging the gap between seichel and, and being, being using your own kishenis, but at the same time being bottled to the debit, to mishaleach, to the mishter, etc., um, to me, what spoke very, very powerfully is because I have one story that I live with every single day, with every single year that I meet. Why? Because this whole Havamina that we have, or this whole, not Havamina, this whole Havamina, yeah, the Havamina, the Havamina to be a Shadchan, or the idea that we might somehow be involved, that we're not just totally bought to the Rebbe and, and, and Shluchim that are just get ourselves out of the way. Um, I was Zaycha to a story, and that's that's why I want to share this story here, because I shared with as many Shluchim as I can. I was, I was, I was Zaycha to a story where there wasn't even, even if I was literally an idiot, I couldn't have convinced myself that it had anything to do with, to do with me. We make here in Pasadena every year. Um, obviously, COVID, we didn't. We did more of an online thing, whatever. But usually we do on Shabbos. Once in January, we do a Shabbos called Shabbat of Torah. It's a full 25-hour program. We've been done a rabbi in residence, a scholar in residence. A beautiful thing. So Kamuvan, I go all out. There was an advertising for it. I'm trying to get as many people as possible to come. So I think it was my second or third year doing it. And uh, I put up a post on Facebook. I sponsored the post, right? This is Shluchim, we're professional at this. <laughs> so I sponsored the post, and people start to interact with it. A, a like here, a thing there, whatever. So I decided I'm going to Chalar And every person who liked the message, I'm going to pretend as if me, Naive Shliach, I'm under the impression that they reserved for the event. And therefore, I'm going to reach out to them on Messenger and talk to them. Or, or if I had a number for them, I'll say, uh, I just want to finish up the registration. I saw that you registered on Facebook. I just want to finish up. This is a fellow who likes this message. And he tells me, no, I wasn't planning to register. I realized that. Um, and he says, I am interested in it, but I'm, I'm very uncomfortable. I have no idea what Chabad is or what, I have no idea what any of this is. So I said, no problem. Let's meet for coffee. <laughs> and he, I guess he wasn't taught, you know, Facebook, uh, stranger danger, this kind of thing, whatever. So he says, yeah. So I said, sure, perfect. We meet up for coffee. It turns out this Chabraman is fully Jewish. His mother is Jewish. He went to Jewish camps as a kid, and he, was, he grew up in a very, very broken home. I'm not sure it was abusive, but there was definitely some substances involved, etc. He once walked home at the end of camp. He was at a Jewish camp. He had to walk home like uh, 15 miles or something because his parents weren't there to pick him up. He went from foster home to foster home. Anyways, I'm sitting and talking with him, and I'm realizing he has a pesashprach. He's saying he's never been in a Chabanas. He's never met a shliach in his life. He's, he lives in California, by the way. That's very, very, you know, very, very unique. But he has a sashpach, he's saying this word and that word, mispronouncing them and something. Anyway, and then so I say to him, I say, yeah, so what's your interaction with Chabad? He goes, the only interaction I have with Chabad, he says, is that um, I happen to like the Rebbe. I said, okay, oh, 
you met the Rebbe? No, I never met the Rebbe. He says, what do you mean you like the Rebbe? He says, I like to listen to, I go to work, you know, I send traffic, whatever. I like to listen to audio books. And one time, Rebbe from uh, Tlushkin came up. So he chose it. So he, he says, those few weeks, when I was listening to this book, he says, I was like uplifted. I was like, the whole time I was like, he says, he remembers reading in the book about Hetevis, right? And, and meaning about the up, the, the leading up to Hetevis. And he says, I was like depressed. I wasn't okay. I was like, I was like down because I was feeling like, you know, and then when, when the Rebbe won and did Anas, I was so happy for days. I was happy about it. I said, the meeting is continuing. I'm hearing from him more and more about how he keeps passing Chabad houses, but he can't bring himself to walk in. He can't bring himself to walk in. But that he loves the Rebbe, he loves Chabad, he loves everything, etc. He's even donated to some Chabad houses online that he found, whatever. But he's never been able to, to, to enter a Chabad house. So I say, no, I say, have you ever put on film in, this life, in, in, in your life? He says, no, never. He says, I know exactly what it is. I saw it in the book and the Rebbe started in 1967 with the war. I've never put on film. So I said, would you do me the honor of doing it now? He says, of course, I would love to. Kitzer, this was a Yid. Shastam, to finish with the story, by the way, today he's Shemesh Shabbos. He lives like five, six miles from the closest Shliach. And he walks to him on, on Shabbos. And he keeps Kashros, even though he's married to, married to, to Shiksa. And he, and, and, and he keeps Kashros in his own little corner of the house. And if he doesn't walk to the Shliach on Shabbos because it's 103 degrees, then he keeps Shabbos in his house, in his little corner. He doesn't touch his phone. Oh, it works. Well, obviously, from that, he started. You know, he was listening to Josh Gordon, she heard him online, all these sorts of things. But to me, what was so powerful about this story was, this was a Yid that the Rebbe Pasha reached out individually to his neshama and said, listen, I don't know what's going on with my shluchim. Maybe some of them are being shadchanim, but I'm going to pull you out directly and I'm going to find a shliach. You're going to like the message. Of his. The shluchim are just doing what they do. I'm just going to connect you with a shliach. To me, I try as often as possible that that should be my modus operandi in terms of shluchas. Not to be a shadchan, not to be a, you know, that we should be real shluchim. That we should get ourselves out of the way. That we should just be conduits. Stop thinking so much. Go for it. You know, whether it's you're standing outside somebody's door and you're not sure. This guy, he told me a comment last time. Should I go and knock on his door? I shouldn't go and knock on his door. All of those things to get our, get our own brains out of the way. Of course, we have to use our kishrenas, et cetera, like everybody said. But if, if we can learn to get ourselves out of the way, that's that's real geula, like, like Rabbi Fox said. And that's real. That's Because then, then you're connected to your directly with the Rebbe. What could go wrong then? Then you connected it directly with 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 Eibush. Then you connected directly with Eir and with Mashiach, etc. So lachaim lachaim to uh, to 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 living with Mashiach, to living with uh, with 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 the Rebbe, to living with every single moment of our shluchas. And I speak to myself primarily here that we should learn from stories like this, or if we don't have stories like this, just to learn from the shluchas themselves. That we should get ourselves out of the way. We should realize that it's not about us, and any even even in in, in any form of an iota. And if we are, we're pushing my b'shluchas because we're a shatchan, then we're a shliach. Who wants to be a shatchan, right? Shatchan have a very bad, uh, have a very bad uh, name out there today. So yeah, l'chaim, 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 l'chaim. L'chaim is this Yes, yeshikoyach. Rabbi Shuchat went out on shlichus in Toshin Ayin Ches to the Latin community in the city in Manhattan. Uh, but I'll ask you, Rabbi Shuchat, if you can please try to keep it to three minutes. Yeshukoyach. Chaim l'chaim. Chaim l'bracha. When we started here, there was a young professional from Chile that had, that works in Amazon, in the offices of Amazon in Manhattan. And as uh, Rabbi Whiteman always tells us, after all the events, the most important thing is to make up a time to meet them in their offices for a tefillin, for a share. 
So I scheduled a meeting with this guy in the offices of, uh, and Lepoil, we make up a time, and uh, I was expecting the offices of Amazon to be very uh, very nice, very impressive. Um, anyone that hangs out in the city a little bit, it's almost like a competition. Which company, which institution has a greater office building, more impressive, and if they could be made till Pachat Ve'ema, as soon as you walk in, so that mamish, this is the company that runs the whole world. So I've had offices in the past in banks, big financial institutions, and I was expecting that, you know, it's a pretty big company. And as soon as I walk into the building of Amazon, it's going to be a building that's going to shatter. So I walk in and Lepoil, Amazon in Manhattan shares a building with another 10 companies. They have a few floors. It's nice, but it's nothing close to the size of company that they are. So it's such a global thing. And they don't even invest in, in, in being in a prime location and having their own building and having such an impressive office space. Definitely not compared to the, their size. So I turn to my cameraman and I tell him, Listen, I've been, I've been to Google, I've been to, J- to JP Morgan. They all put so much emphasis on these things. How come Amazon doesn't do it? So they tell me, Rabbi, you're completely outdated. You're completely outdated. We are in the pockets of every single person. Amazon, No one, it's, whether it's to buy a tomato, to buy a pen, to buy a computer, to sell masks. To, to, to watch entertainment. None of commitment. Your life evolves around it. I was coming before, and my wife tells me, I feel like something is wrong. I haven't gotten an Amazon package in a few days. It's like it's almost like it becomes a need, like our whole life evolves around it. And uh, he tells me, like, Gabi, this Nikuda, that everyone lives their life around us, a building, an office, the mind of commitment. It's a long past that. And, and, and hearing this point from him, like hitting like a boomerang, what the Sikh of Chai Sarnum base that we've been talking about is that uh, we're right now at a point that Hatzlacha means that people are living their lives committed to this Indian. They're users. There's, there's not more shops. Toys R Us is bankrupt. It's done. It's, it's that... Users, the more users are completely far to you, that's what Hatzlacha is. And when you look at the at the Sikha, this clearly like Shlichas has ended, like to give this in, you know, we're done, and now we start with changing, you know. And this is before Amazon has even begun thinking of this. The is telling us as his Shluchim, you know, it's over, shops are over. Opening up another shop is not gonna make you more matzliach. Having another Store, it's not the point. It's having endless people completely committed and archived to your product. That they, they don't move. This is their life evolves around this, and they live by it. If they want to buy, if they want to sell, if they want to advertise, it's all this. And and I think when the Rebbe tells us, you know, to to explain to mass beer and to learn and to engage ourselves, our family, and everyone. I think of the year it changes from just having another base Chabad, having another Pu'ula, to literally having users, having a lot of users on this Indian, 
people which are completely bought on to this Nikuda, similarly to what Zama was saying, was saying before, but uh, uh, guys, let's not be toys or us and go bankrupt. Let's mamish become in the pockets, in the hearts of every single yid to be in Gantzim, Farkoyf, and, and move their lives and live it based on Moshiach. L'chaim, l'chaim. L'chaim, l'chaim. Rabbi Markovitz from, from rural Georgia. Or is that Atlanta? Where is that? Or it starts from Atlanta. To the rest of Georgia. Um, please share with us for a few minutes how you impl- implement the Sikha in your Shlichus. L'chaim. L'chaim, l'chaim. It's an honor to be invited to speak with all of everybody here together. Um, I'm Chaim Markovitz, and I'm a shliach. I, I live in Atlanta, and I travel the entire state of Georgia, which is something around 60,000 miles. We're talking about over 4 million people. Um, and, and I work with them as, as often as we're able to. A strong message that I found in this sicha that, um, that has been carrying, carrying us through in this shlichus from day one and continues to be a motivation is how the Rebbe makes a reference um, in that every Jew is a shliach of Hashem. Um, it's true. And, and this is, you know, these are nearly the words. It's true that there are special people who are, who take this on as a devotion for every single day, um, for all day, which means by the way, 24 hours day and night while you're sleeping too, uh, while I'm sleeping too. But there are, so with, there are some special people who are full-time shluchim, but then the Rebbe wants everybody to be involved in this special shlichus. And that's a, a super focus right here in the shlichus that we, that, that in this sicha that everybody else, all the other Jews that we interact with, that we're able to interact with, should pick up the shlichus and go with it and go forward. So uh, in my space, we're talking about a, a massive area. There's two maps behind me, one on top of each other, and it's huge. I can't go there and I can't talk to every single person every day. It just doesn't work. So, um, so I implemented this sicha immediately. Every time I meet somebody, I ask them to interact with others on my behalf. Um, we've got, uh, we have in different areas, we've got individuals who lead, um, who lead Chabad in their space. Every time I walk into a house and we bring together, they become the Chabad house in their town because that's how they are going to um, push the message and push, the, push for the goal. So, for example, we've got an ER doctor in, um, in Macon, Georgia, which is two and a half hours away from me. I can't go there every day, but he does go there every day. And he's, on, he's got me on, on um, speed dial every time a Jew walks in, he calls me. Every time he serves another Jew, he calls me and I connect him with other doctors. And, and so far, he's got a group of Jewish doctors in his area that are there. And the same thing, I've got a, a, I've got a, a recruiter for the United States Air Force, in Warner Robins, one of the larger Air Force bases in, in, in the country. And he's covered, the, he's covered the base and every Jew that comes there, they know him. Um, and, you know, and then we have Bachim there. We have Bachim coming all the time who, who represent us to go, to go, to go um, connect more Jews 
And each one of those guys, they are, they become, they take on the shlichus and they do the work that we need done. And, uh, I, you know, there is a, a friend of all, of, of many shluchim in the world um, who, as soon as he moved to Atlanta, he became a partner of Chabad Rural Georgia. And together, Jonathan Hamburger and I drive across the state going to visit Jews. We're in the car once a week together, visiting a yid here, visiting a yid there. And we're, the, the goal is to bring every member of Anash and the Balabatim to be a part of, a part of this shlichus that each of them can do it. But talking to all of the people on the Zoom and all of the people who are going to watch this YouTube later on in life, each of you can volunteer wherever you want. If it's volunteer on jnet.com to learn Torah with another Jew, or you can call Aleph and ask them to volunteer at one of the local um, prisons, wherever you are. You can go anywhere. You can call up your neighbor. Today, I spoke to a younger man who lives in Connecticut and he tells me he wants to be part of it. He wants to be a shliach too. So I said, listen, you can go home, knock on your neighbor's door and invite them for Shabbos. You can. There's nothing stopping you. Learn Torah with another Jew. That's your shlichus, And that's, that's what I do. That's what you do. That's what we all do. And, and given that there's no lack of work, there's no lack of Jews for us, each of us to talk to, you can go there. So, and, and if you run out of people to talk to outside of your home, redefine chutzah. It's that we're in a period of time where we redefine all basic terms. Redefine chutzah. Do afatzah samayanas at home with your family. That's okay. I, I won't disturb you. And the main thing is that Hashem should grant us the success in our shlichus in, in this world, in our mekoyim shaloil, in our chelkoy boilam, and, um, and, and that our prayers should be answered, that we should be zoichet to the gula mitzvah v'ashleima immediately. L'chaim, and thank you for having me. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Rabbi Lerman, who is finalizing his shlichus location as we speak, I understand. Uh, so please share with us Alachayim and share with us how you will implement, how you did implement this up until now and how you plan on implementing it further. Alachayim and Atzlach, finalizing your location of shlichus. Amen. <laughs> Um, first of all, I see a large uh, constituency from uh, Atlanta, Georgia, which is uh, very nice to see. In general, to see this list of 30 shluchim all from Tafshin and Beis forward and to be a part of it is uh, extremely, extremely meaningful. And to represent my chaverim that are on shluchas, it's, uh, it's quite powerful. Now, at the moment, I'm in Southeast Asia, actually, so I didn't have the the liberty to join from the beginning of this Fabrengen and the Selechaim between every speaker, like most of you are. So you're quite ahead of me. But um, just to share a few words. So I remember a, I have a childhood memory back in Georgia, Peachtree Corners, Georgia. I was walking to Shul with my father. It must have been, it was Shabbos morning. I must have been home from either Cheder or home from Yeshiva where I went away. And my father asks me, does Chabad have a think tank? Here we are on Shluchas, offering a wide variety of programs. You know, we have Minyan, we have Public Seders, and we have holiday home visits, Hanukkah in the park, and we have Parmatis Space, on and on. Yet all of these programs, 
he said are like bullets, you know, at best coming from an automatic machine gun, but only targeting a limited number of Jews. Today at Shul, we'll have 30, Yom Kippur, 200. Every program attracts the interest of a different type of Jew. There's the Shul crowd, there's the Hanukkah crowd, the classes, but these are all the low-hanging apples. We still haven't scratched the surface. We have thousands of Jews living in our county. So how do we bust it open? He says we need a think tank, a team of people developing new creative ways to reach them all, like an atomic bomb that can just sweep a huge number of our brothers and sisters into the fold. Does that think tank exist? I don't know. Likely from all the programs that we get from Chabad Central. But one thing is for sure, there are times when every shliach will ask himself, not only what, but for what? Not who, but why? Not when, but until when? What are we doing here? What is the goal? He's likely to answer himself, I'm here to Makar of every Jew in my city. I'm here to bring Mashiach. And then he'll jump back into his work, planning his next event. Comes the Rebbe at the Kines HaShluchim Tavshin and Beis and tells them that exactly is the mission today. Do that again. The Rebbe tells us that we have already completed the Shluchis. We, have Messiah, we were Messiah the Shluchis. We have completed the Shluchis. We did it. So now what? What are we doing? Now begins a new thinking constantly about that. Why is the avoida sashlichas today? To be conscious, laser focused, and enthused about Mashiach and the urgency to bring him, that it is at the forefront of his mind and categorizes every step of his shlichas to the extent that his fire and obsession will spill over to the Balabatim, as the Rebbe says, where Mashiach becomes something real and spoken of, not because the Rebbe told him, but because how not? Internally, this is what the Shliach lives with. Then his Balabatim become ignited too, and the whole world stands ready by living now in a way to Mechabalzayim Pnei Mashiach Tzidkenu. So we are no longer waiting for Mashiach, doing great things, Mifzah Shoifer, Mifzah Mezuzah, giving Torah Shiurim, Bar Mitzvah lessons, building active Jewish community life all around the world while we wait. Some days anxiously, some days with more patience for Mashiach to arrive. We, we may as well be constructive with our time while we wait. Rather, Lahavi Limais HaMashiach, we are out there on the front lines, proactive soldiers to bring Mashiach. Put in other words, we are not busy being Makar of Yidin until Mashiach comes. We are busy bringing Mashiach through being Makar of Yidin. And this ought to be the why behind everything. Every event we make, every Jew we meet, Every bullet we shoot, or perhaps we find that long-awaited atomic bomb idea, 
it is with specific intent to bring Mashiach. We do more and more, for we know this certainly will be the last one. So does Chabad have a think tank? We definitely should. I think there is. But no think tank could help you answer to the goal. Not even a comprehensive course on Mashiach can light the fire of urgency burn inside you to bring Mashiach. This is between you and yourself. It is between us fellow shluchim, between us and our Rebbe. So Lachaim, I wish us all that the Sicha of Nambez should, I should be able to uh, actualize and to set up our Avedis HaShluchis in this way where it is directly with intent L'Havi L'Maisa Mashiach. L'chaim. I believe that um, that we have the think tank. We have the um, the script ready and over the next couple of weeks until the kinos for everyone to to to, to join the program and relearning the, the Sicha I think is it's all it's all ready to go for thirty years. Yeshikayach, beautiful, beautiful. We'll yeah. move on to Rabbi Levi Greenberg, El Paso, Texas, ten years, eleven years ago. Tovshin Ayin Aleph. Good evening, good afternoon, whatever it is, by all of you. There's a Yehudik story from the Darshanim that. Uh, that in a shtetl in Russia, there was once a Muslim, and the community wanted to get rid of him. They, they had to figure out what to do with this uh, troublemaker. So they come to the Rav, and they have a whole plan of how they're going to get rid of this guy. I don't know if it was as PC as just sending him away from town, or even worse than that. So the Rav looks at him, and he says, you want to harm Mashiach's gift? So he said, what are you talking about? This, this yukul, this, this shmendrik, what type of gift? So he said, Mashiach is going to come. So the Umas Ha'elam are going to get together. All the, 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 all the paritzes, yeah, all the, all the, all the umesayel are going to get together. They're going to want to bring a gift, the new melech. So they're going to think to themselves, what can they bring to the melech? Uh, money, he has all the money in the world. Give him more power, he has all the power that he needs. So what type of, what type of gift do we give him? And then one paritz is going to say, oh, I know this idol who he was a musser. And when Mashiach came and he took all the idolach onto the cloud, he ran away. He was embarrassed. He didn't want to jump onto the cloud and go to Eretz He went and he was, he was hiding. So we're going to go and find Ayid, and I think that's, uh, that, that would be a good gift. So the Ummah Sayyidim come with much fanfare, and they come to Mashiach's palace, and they say, no, what do you want to do? Is I want to bring Mashiach a gift. And uh, they come to Mashiach, and Mashiach says, no, what do you have? And they're going to say, oh, we have the Masr from the Shtadl. He says, ah, that was the idol I was looking for. I'll just state in an Ambam that only after the Akabit's Nitcha Yisrael, only then is it going to be Mashiach Vadai. So his whole identity as Mashiach was Talui, in this, from uh, I was, uh, many years ago, I was on Merkish Lichas in, in, in Texas. I was doing kind of what Rabbi Markowitz does. I was, I was trying to trek through the tens of thousands of miles in Texas. I visited a city called Marfa. Marfa is a small little shtetl, I believe it has only one, uh, one uh, traffic light. Al-Kopanim, we were there for about two days. We met maybe three or four Yidalach. One of them was our Kakafta, the Monarch Tfilin, and we put on Tfilin with him. Fine. Mission accomplished. We start driving back to the I-10 to get back to El Paso, wherever else we were going to go. And uh, we were listening to Fabreng and Yudbe's Talmud Tafshalam Adalif. 
And in the third or fourth sicha, the Rebbe starts to speak about the tafkid of a nosi. The Rebbe says that if you look at the first nosi, Moshe Rabbeinu, so he was a roya, Moshe Hoya roya, and he was a tremendous shepherd. He took care of the sheep in the, in the best possible way, he made sure that all of them had the right amount of food without getting into the arichas. But uh, that was not good enough to determine that he's going to be the Gelerishim until one little Shepsel ran away from the flock. And Moshe Rabbeinu ran after the little Shepsel. So that's when they eventually decided that he's going to be a Roya Nemon for, for Am Yisrael. And we're, we're, we're listening to the Sikha literally after we had traveled to some far off little shtetl where there's barely two or three Jews. And we found a Yid that had no Shachas Tidishkeit and he finally put on Tefillin. And we looked at each other and we're like, wow, we're just now the Rebbe's hands and feet to go and reach this little Shepsula that ran away from the flock to go and bring him back. In the Sikha and Chayasara, the Rebbe starts off and ends off with the Indian that right after Moshe Rabbein ran after the Shepsul, the Eivishter is having a conversation with him, and Moshe Rabbein says, why are you sending me? Send Mashiach. The Rebbe explains that this wasn't a rejected request. On the contrary, Moshe Rabbein was being Mekasher, the girl Edishim with the girl Achim. The Rebbe explains this in Esis of Chsidis, the Tzichud Ma'oban, with, with all of the Biyurim, but Garen Pashtus, Garen Pashtus, the common denominator between the girl Edishim and the girl Achim, is that they need every single year. They need that Shepsel that runs away. Mashiach needs to have that Moser from the Russian shtetl. There's no other option. So in Tavshin and Beis, and the Rebbe is making a statement that the world is ready for Mashiach. So what's left? It's interesting, and this is words that were said in this Fabrengen many times. I think there's a Adgashi, even though it's not there in the Mugadik Asicha, but you can be Madgish and, uh, and be Medayik that the Rebbe is saying that what's the Shlichus of Mashiach to get every single Yid. In Tavshan and Beis, we weren't ready to close up shop. We weren't ready to all move there to show and wait for Mashiach to come because not every single Yid was reached. And from then until today, as was mentioned, the Kama Vakama Pa'amim, it's Meredik to have Meistis and Meredik to have Pa'ulis, etc. But, but the, the, the tafkid is that we should be there in order to facilitate Mashiach's shlichus, which is to reach every single yid. Um, and, and this also helps Pashidim and Balabat so many times when shluchim can be down. You know, they, they haven't had a Hatzlach de Kippur in such a long time. They didn't uh, secure the building that they wanted. The mesa that they were putting up is now being delayed. They don't know when it's going to happen. So what am I taking to the bank? What am I showing for myself? What am I a shliach? Uh, Grada had a, an interesting conversation with the Yidir. I learned Tanya with him. He's very involved with the community, and there's a lot of issues going on in the community, maestas that are closing and things like that. So at one point he asked me, he says, Rabbi, what's your end game? What, you know, when are you going to be able to pat yourself on the back and say that you know, it's worthwhile to live here in El Paso? I said, look, I'll answer you, but you'll have to believe me. This guy is a, he's a doctor in an emergency room, so he has crazy hours. <laughs> A few years ago, there was one Purim that it was impossible for you to come to any of the Purim programs or to hear Megillah. And so I, I, I made the following request of you, that after you finish your night shift, before you go home to go to sleep, you should take two foods and give it to the doctor that's taking over your shift. I happen to know that there was also another Jewish doctor. I said, please give two foods to that doctor. He said, okay, that I could do. And I told him, I said, that Purim, when my wife came to, came to your house to deliver Shalach Manis, your wife told my wife, that Steve asked that they give a message to the rabbi that I gave Shalach Manis to Dr. So-and-so. I said, Steve, that was my proudest moment of that Purim. I was able to take that to the bank. And the Sikha the rabbi makes out Gosha. 
that Yichud Ma'oban is not just the Nisuyin of Yitzchak and Rivka, and it's not just Mashiach and Meshach Rabbeinu, the Yichud Ma'oban is every single mitzvah that every single Yid does. Every Neshama Beguf is Yichud Ma'oban. Every mitzvah is a, is a Yichud Ma'oban. In other words, if you're down and out, the fact that you haven't had major atzlacha, if you found one deed, you were able to put on tefillin. You found one deed, you were able to share with him a minute of teira. You were able to convince a child to give a penny to tzedakah, but to showing it on an from Mashiach. And you have a shaykhist to the kolostika goal and to the whole Indian. As Bemela, uh, the, the takeaway that we can take from the sukha is that every single pula that we do, no matter how small it is, it's not small. This is the big deal. This is the Indian. And this might be that one mitzvah, that one yid, that Mashiach Tzitkenu needs to have in order to be Mekayim Hishlechis, that we should be able to report our Mashalech, Kiyamnu Hishlechuscha, and the Ebrister is also able to do Hishlechis, the Sad Mashiach Tzitkenu. Mechaim. Mechaim, Mubarakhi, Yishkoyach. We'll now go on to the Shliach in the largest territory in ever. Rabbi Tzvi Freeman from Chabad of Cyberspace, please um, share with us your experience. Although in cyberspace, uh, how you implement the sicha. I hope I can be heard. My mic's on? You're hearing me? On. Good. Okay. So at the time of the sicha, I wasn't an official shliach. I was, uh, had my own business as a software developer. But uh, nevertheless, I, I was writing a duch once a week to the Rebbe because the Rebbe at a certain point in the Mems asked for a duch once a week. So I wrote the duch, whatever pulis I was able to do. Um, I understood the sicha. I, I, I have it here in front of me. I remember I, I put, had notes on it and in the Sefer I have notes on it as well. Shachavatar in Indian of Shlichus, the difference of a Shadchan and a Shliach, and basically meaning that this is your entire Metzias. So people mentioned, I, it was very fascinating to listen to the other Shluchim. I, I gained a lot, Mamish, from, from listening to the others who were speaking. It means getting yourself out of the way. But we misinterpret what get out, yourself out of the way means. It doesn't mean you're not there. It means that Kokula, your Chachma, Bina, Das, Chesed, where all of your Seichel and Midas is all Shlichus, and Efen Panimi. And uh, Raya to that, near the end of the Sicha, um, where the Rebbe talks about something that also a lot of confusion about. Efen Amiskabel, talking to people and bring, bring the idea of Mashiach, and, and so people, what is Eifin and Meskabal? Eifin and Meskabal, of course, means you can't give them the whole thing, you have to water it down, you have to but the Rebbe teaches it there very clearly. It's on, 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 the, on the, the second to last page. The Eifin and Meskabal Kel Miyuchad the Miyuchad der so it means that when we, when we bring them the, the person, this idea of Mashiach, it's Bechachma Bina Vedas. So what it means is, on the one hand, this is a revolutionary sicha, everything is new, it's, this is the shlicha, this is a new tekufa. On the other hand, it's Fort Chabad. 
It, that, that didn't change. This is Chabad. And what's Chabad about? That when we come to a person, it's with Pneumius. Chabad always looks stupid when it's Chetzenius, because Chabad is about Pneumius. Ashlich pointed this out to me when a certain other Kirov organization was taking off. He said to me, they can't last. Why? Because their whole Metzius is Kirov. That's it. But there's no Teichen. There's no Teichen in there. Whereas Chabad is Chabad. And we're doing Kirov or whatever you're going to call it. So the Teichen is Chachma bin Vadas. Whatever we explain to a person, we explain. We have Hasbara. The greatest Hasbara in the world is in Chabad. You learn Hasbara. That's what you learn when you learn Chassidus. Hafshata v'halbasha Hasbara. So with each person, you have to know, how am I going to bring this to this person? Not by watering it down, but in his Chachma Bina Vadas, how do I bring it to him? Pastors, I can't understand how a person could have a koch and Mashiach if he doesn't have a koch and a chesidus. What's Yimosa Mashiach? It's Gilui Elokos. Where's Gilui Elokos right now? Right now, Gilui Elokos is in a sefer. You learn what's in the sefer, you miss Benin, you daven with it, and you try to eke out of it, maybe I'll have Episa Hergish of what Elokos means. Yimosa Mashiach means... Oh, yes, that'll be the Esikola Olam, will be the So, so obviously, if you want a person to have a Kachan Mashiach, you also have to have an episode Kachan in Chasidus, Chachma Bina Vadas, with Hezbora. But still, for me, it's still not enough. If the Indian is the Kabul Panei Mashiach Zedkeno, just Knowing the Hasidus, it still remains abstract. That it has to be that there is Ephesus a person that I can relate to, that I can be macabre. Um, so people uh, figure, well, the way to do that is by putting up pictures of that particular person and screaming about, yelling about. Chabad. It's not Chagas, it's Chabad. I want a person to feel that they have a kesher panini with the Rebbe, like the, was it from Pasadena? You're talking about the, the Yid who, who listened to, to Lushkin's book, and he felt he had a kesher panini with the Rebbe. But we can do a lot more than that. We can, uh, uh, Lushkin did his job, but we're Chabad Shluchim, where we can explain to the person the etzis the Rebbe gave to, to people. And whatever Rebbe tells us, chassidus, whatever the Rebbe gives us, you see the chassidus in it. The hadracha that the Rebbe gives to a person. And the person should feel that I can relate to this. The, the Rebbe is talking about me and talking about my life. And he's telling me, he's guiding me through my life and bringing me to a Karen Ora. So that, that's two things, basically, to give Hasbara of Hasidus to each Yid in his place, in his world, the Eifan of Chachma bin Vadas, and to give a Yid a Kesher Panimi, that he can feel, he can relate to, yeah, Taka, there could be such a person. I can relate to this. This is a person who not only leads the entire world, but leads me and shows me how to come out of my 
my goal is prati and to go ula prati. So this is the Rebbe explained that that it's actually a word from the from the Baal Shemtev, it's in Kesar Shemtev, that for every year for that the Geul of Mashiach is a Geulik Klalis for Klal Israel, and it's a Geula Pratis for every year. So that's that's what I tried to accomplish in whatever I wrote, and whatever I, I um, in bringing heaven down to earth, and uh, wisdom to heal the earth, and all my articles. This is the uh, the rotation is to give them a Hasbaran Chasidis and a Kesha Panimi with the Rebbe. That's all I have to say about it. It's more than three minutes, but thank you for the opportunity. Simon, you're uh, you're muted. Thank you, thank you. Um, again, thank you, Rabbi Freeman. Interesting that um, one of the things that Rabbi, one of the hardest in the Sikha is that Rabbi connects between the Shlichus and the Vedavak Biishkoi, which takes it to to a whole new level into the Kesher the Keshep Nimi. But again, I would like to thank, it's amazing to see the participation of Shmuch in the middle of the day, although Zion Cheshman, so Zion Cheshman is the Cheshman of the day, um, the Rebbe would often say a Sechab and get it to the Archim leaving then, or those who are staying beyond Zion Cheshman. Um, but the Derech Lali, when Shmuchim, they came for Shabbos Breshis, left right after Shabbos Breshis to come back for the Kinos. Um, so it's amazing to see uh, hundreds of Shmuchim Participating in a in a in a in a Zoom like this to to fabring about the sicha um, to be Poland and Shachas, and I'd like to thank the organizers, um, the Mashiach Office of Merkiz, Rabbi Shlomo Mipastek, and Kamovan, the the Merkiz Lignyon Echinuch, and the Vada Kinus, and all those who are behind this wonderful event. And most importantly, to all the shluchim who participated, um, speaking, sharing, or even listening, to everyone.